In this episode of The Full Nerd, The Full Nerd Awards of 2022. Welcome to episode 239 of The Full Nerd. I'm your host, Gordon Mong, with co-host Brett Charkas. Hello, Internet. <laughs> on his on his actual quality microphone, and also on a box on a quality microphone is Eleni. I was going to say it's new microphone day, but I think Brad just drove that point home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ha- happy new microphone day. <laughs> and our tiebreaker, Keith May, is here. Hello. Finally... It's Adam Patrick Murray controlling you. Finally, geez, finally, finally, finally. Uh, yes, Brad's here. He he's going to do all of his uh, ASMR impressions. And uh, uh, <laughs> am I doing it right? <laughs> yeah. uh, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, thank you, Brad, for uh, for setting up that that new mic. Hopefully, everyone uh, digs it so far. Um, we had some some fun uh, some fun over on our Discord. People chatting about. Uh, 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 Brad getting his microphone. They, they're worried. What what if now that we can hear you in crystal clear audio that uh, that they're not going to like your voice? Uh, you probably won't. You yeah, probably won't. There you That's go. fine. <laughs> just a uh, dude on the internet. And then Eternal Duo Way just said, uh, uh, "How did Brad become even more manly?" Uh, <laughs> there you go. It's it's the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I can lean back now. There you go. There you Talk go. like this. <laughs> yes love it love it uh gordon we're here we're here for award it's award season time it is award season time we basically have several popular categories everybody will will basically uh, say what they think is the best or, or favorite hardware their favorite hard, hardware of the year such fun categories as cpu gpu case accessory laptop yeah, well, me... merch is a new one that's actually uh that's gonna be fun i, I wouldn't see what everybody's gonna say this year for merch yeah let, let me switch over here here we go here here are the uh the uh the categories we we will be filling all of them out and and we've also thanks thanks to ziv over on our discord uh we are uh kind of renaming the worst trend to be aka outrage of the year uh, yeah, that's part of why we're pony. late. Part of why we're late because we saw Zib say that we're like, "Ooh, we need to do that. Let's yeah. do that real I'd, quick." I'd hurry and, and fire up uh, Photoshop. Thanks, Zib. I, yeah, I want to hear what people are gonna are gonna pick uh, on that one. We do, we have not shared our our picks uh, for our categories. We, we have not talked to to each other, um, but uh, we, we did get a five dollars super chat from friend of the show, uh, John Doe KCK. Now that I I know how to say your damn name, oh, oh look at that that. Cr- crisp five dollar bill just just flew into my hand thank you so much said uh if if there is a good episode to catch live this is the one uh they also give their their picks uh for uh th- their favorite uh they got the case of fractal pop air xl for case uh intel arc for gpu and ddr4 memory better than ddr5 huh well ddr4 didn't come out this year actually ddr5 mm-hmm. didn't come out this year either so Neither of those. Um, and then uh, who's is it? Crazy, crazy CES one uh, sent over another five dollars. Thank you. I got ten dollars now. Uh, said five hundred dollars used thirty eighties for the win. Uh, unfortunately, thirty eighty did not come out this year. So yeah, but the five hundred dollars used thirty eighties came out this year. It, one true. could argue that. And one you, could mm-hmm. argue. that. I think you could argue the maturity of DDR five. The maturity of DDR because okay. originally, you know, when you were paying, I don't know. Thirteen hundred dollars for thirty-two gigs of DDR5. It wasn't. It was not looking good. But now everybody has really kind of changed their mind. Like, oh, DDR5 is is actually you DDR5 know what I want over DDR4. So yeah. I, right. you could argue that. 
I, anyway, uh, we are going to argue. If, if you haven't joined us uh, for one of these live, uh, this is fun. It's a, a democratic process where you, you hear us pick or, you know, d- debate live uh, what the picks are. Uh, the, the PC World uh, Best of Awards has, has been out on the website. That's separate from what we're doing here. Uh, and those picks were not deliberated, de- uh, live streamed. The deliberations were not live streamed for those. Here we're we're deliberating the live streams, and you get to you get to have a say as well. I'll, I'll be I'll be putting up polls uh, as as picks come down to it. Uh, so, yeah. Any other housekeeping to get to? I uh, I think the I think, so. I think the actual PC World store is running later. So it'll, it'll yeah, is we'll it, have it up on PCWorld.com later this week as well. Yeah. Oh, so, oh okay. just a synopsis of all of our picks. Oh, okay. Well, no, no. I I, I mean the uh, PC World's best of, not the full nerds best of. We're running full nerds best of as well on the PC World oh, okay. website. So oh, okay. if yeah, oh I didn't realize. Sorry, I thought it want to catch thing. the recap version. Anyway, two separate things. So I'll be running them both later this there, week. There we so go. Uh, Mike Quinn wins. Friend of the show, Mike Quinn gave us a, another five dollars. Geez, all these five dollars coming in. Uh, said uh, Linus screwdrivers. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. And then uh, VC <laughs> Jester sent over uh, two dollars. Uh, not, not as good as a five dollar, but I'll, I'll still take it. Thank you. <laughs> said French fry holster for accessory of the year. French fry holster. Is that a real thing? I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll uh, take it too. I have a beer holster for when I grill, and sometimes I put sausages in there to tide me over while I'm still grilling. Nice. nice. Damn, that's real. He's not making Why? that up. <laughs> Hold on. Hot dog right. holster. Yeah. Now, now you gotta now you gotta hurry and change your uh, your answer, Gordon, for accessory of the year. It's a well, it's a French fry holster for your car. You put it into the cup holder, and then it, it's. You know, the thing is, uh, okay. clearly McDonald's could say, hey, that's, those are our fries. The red fries thing is, mm-hmm. is our fries holder. Wait, isn't it? Oh, my God. There's another one that you plug into this only in America, although these are made elsewhere, but only for Americans. <laughs> it has a side pocket to hold your, your sauce. So you have whatever you could have your French fries, and then it has a little like a little tray to put your I was wow. legitimately thinking of getting one of those. I am now that I know they exist. Yeah, like oh, yeah. it's it's actually pretty scary how Instagram will uh, have pretty spot on advertisements. Like most other social media doesn't for me, and I'm on Instagram and I'm like, ooh, that's actually ooh, that's creepy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, everyone is getting hungry now. Uh, we're the Food Network, but we, we need to get to, to PC hardware parts. Uh, Gordon, let, let's start off. Let's start off with the. The first, the first topic: CPU, CPU of the year. Our favorite CPU of the year. Who, who wants to, who wants to go first? I'll go first. All although right. I do want to Our give CPU a shout out to the first. tray that also holds your two hamburgers <laughs> next to it. Like, <laughs> I, I, so for CPU, I it's it is was a really really tough year. I, I had to weigh this very carefully, and at the time I made my choice, and I don't. I think I'm still going to. I still am sticking with it because I do think that I'm. I'm not convinced. In fact, AMD has come out and they have said it is. It is not permanent price cuts for the the seven thousand series parts. So my argument for best CPU of the year is the Core i nine thirteen nine hundred K. One, generally somewhat better performance. You know, arguably a, a decent. A performance advantage on lightly threaded tasks. I think that is of, of great value to most people. And you can, if you want a lot more nuance, you can watch our actual CPU reviews because the 7950 really comes into its own 
when you're running all cores as hard as you can every day. So there's an advantage there. But I think the vast majority of people running Photoshop, Office, Word, gaming need higher clocks, higher uh, lightly threaded performance. And uh, Core i9 gives you that slight advantage. And you can cheap out with DDR4 if you want to, which is an advantage, but also... 13900 had a very large price advantage over uh, 7950 for quite a while, although they did heavily cut those uh, 7950 prices in the last few weeks. But uh, 13900K came out, rapidly got really, really more affordable. Um, and also generally, I, I think it's it's really close. It really could be either or for me. I wouldn't feel bad about 7950X. As well, because honestly, I think 7950X is an incredible CPU. And I'm just going to say this here because I know someone's going to say it. Please do not say 5800X3D here. Do not say that. Oh, I think that's my cue to go for oh. my turn. Yeah, actually, I, I could go too as well. Yeah, uh, why? why, why? <laughs> go ahead, Adam. Oh, yes. Uh, well, I, I mean, I think it's it's pretty obvious in the chat as well. The 5800X3D did come out this year. Uh, and if we're talking about things that in- innovate in the cpu space uh, i understand why gordon always likes to go with the uh, the fastest you know uh thing but the 5800x3d gave you uh something that that the cpu world ha- has hasn't seen before that stacked 3d vcache that that definitely did uh help gaming performance um and and still kind of uh, i mean we saw that with with intel's own slides comparing the 5800x3d to the 1300k in gaming it was actually still pretty damn close uh and and in some ways beat it uh so you know while it's not technically the fastest uh that's a that's a, a damn good chip for for your money uh and man we saw what, what was it was the lowest price we saw here in the u.s what was it 330 uh during mm-hmm. the during mm-hmm. the sales yeah yeah so that's that's a lot of chip that that and and most people you know are fine with eight cores, uh, so yeah, fifty eight hundred X three D that that is definitely d- definitely my pick for for CPU of the year. This was actually one of the hardest categories for me. There's a lot of deserving folks. Like I think the most long term momentous thing that happened this year in this space is the launch of AM five, which isn't a CPU, but I think that's the big deal out of everything this year. I th- I was thinking the Core i five thirteen six hundred K for a bit because that just smokes Ryzen 5, especially at launch prices, and delivers so much more value. So that was my initial pick. But then I wound up in the same boat as Adam. I'm like, you know, the 5800X 3D is so fast that it's still keeping pace with the 13900K and the 7950X in games to the point where they're not even really showing it in slides from the manufacturers. Uh, the fact that it is a radical new technology that provides such substantial benefit, I think, is something that should be called out and rewarded. Uh, as a capstone to AM4, like AM4 has had an awesome ride. And to have this, this is a ride into the sunset with this this guy. Uh, and finally, like I think something that gets overlooked with the 5800X3D is that it provides like substantial benefit to a lot of types of games that are more niche but don't really get a lot of love from traditional CPUs. Like if you're playing uh, MMO or a simulation game of any kind, like your frame rates are far and away best on the 5800X3D. It's a great all-arounder. It's my pick. Nice. Keith? Yeah, if I mean, I was originally going to go for the 13600K until it 
hit me while I was doing my research that the 5800X3D did come out this year. <laughs> it and, does feel a while um, ago. It does. It, it, there's been so many launches. In fact, like Brad said, AM5 has come out, whole new platforms, and it's still fighting against this last generation CPU that can go in a $60 motherboard with older, cheaper DDR4 and still stand up to a top tier system when it comes to gaming like the the new stuff even though you said am5 parts the the 1700 intel parts so it gets my vote that's it, it was hard for me not to buy one even though i didn't need one <laughs> yeah. i was like kind of want one right i mean especially at that price 330 Woo. yeah <laughs> uh elena well what's what's your pick oh you can't, can't hear you <laughs> Yep. Can't can't hear you. Right. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> uh, there's a mute button and I pressed it. Uh, so it seems like at this point, my vote is not going to change anything because we have a majority. Still good to talk about. Um, but I think it's hilarious that I also took this same journey where I started with a 13600K <laughs> and then I sat down and I was like, wait a second. Didn't the 5800X3D actually come out this year, even though it felt like it came out last year? Because honestly, for me, this year is it's because I felt like three years in one. So April to me feels like two years ago <laughs> at this point. Uh, and then I thought about it some more. And I, unlike the 7,000 series, I think the price cuts are pretty much here to stay for the 5800X3D, which means it is a 350 at least ish uh, CPU, which is incredible for the amount of performance you're getting from it. I think it is a personally to me a no-brainer if you already have an am4 motherboard and you're looking to upgrade because you don't really have to change anything i think for new builders though it's still kind of a toss-up for me between the 13600k and the 5800 x3d just because you if you have the money for it you can go with you know more future proofing you can do ddr5 and you know invest in a system that'll last you longer But ultimately, as people probably predicted, knowing me, I went with the value choice. And so my vote is also for the uh, $1,500. $350 ain't none of these value. <laughs> well, good value. It's not cheap. Yeah, value and not, budget are yeah, not yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not budget. It's, it's good value for what yes, you're Yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Because we're talking about more top-end performance here. We're not necessarily talking about the mid-range. Because even, even though ostensibly it's a i5 chip the 13600k is not a i wouldn't consider a mid-range budget chip or even like definitely not budget but even for mid-range it's like pushing it because it's already what 320 msrp something like that yeah and i know gordon's just gonna be disappointed because he loves his high performance he i mean 13th gen is really impressive but uh, i'm so sorry gordon he we don't we just want our fries and a cup holder you know we're not we're not going to be going down to a uh, michelin no, star restaurant i i i want to say because i i knew this is going to end up exactly <laughs> here because I, we don't want to know about the oscars we want the people's choice and you have all the convinced me you have all convinced me uh i actually have and it's not like I dislike the 5800X3D. It's it's an amazing CPU. I actually have that for another category. But you have all convinced me that I definitely would not want uh, 
Ryzen 9 7950X, that would be, I don't know, 43, 44% faster in single-threaded performance. No, it's not. Or but in, in gaming? No, no I'm, it's I'm not. talking about word when I'm talking about actual performance. Not just for gaming. You're getting emotional already. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying I you've convinced me I I definitely would want to give up 44% performance in single threaded performance or 165% performance in multi threaded. It's it it makes perfect sense to me. I mean that's well here's the uh, thing. I, it makes it, a like lot we've of been cost, talking about for years. Price. Chips are getting so specialized. Like and the 5800X3D is such a tremendous all arounder that excels in its own way on a much cheaper platform than all these newer things are. So it's still going toe to toe with those guys in its intended usage for half the price. Like there's like that chip's a stunner. That 3d V cash is a winning recipe to me. So. I mean, honestly, if anything, like if you take the, the parts out of it, if we talk about the CPU that had the most impact this year, it's like, like the first consumer 3d V cash chip to launch. Like that that's a monumental thing. We'll we'll be we'll be looking back in the history books. Like I'm sure, you know, if if we're around for five more years, you know, maybe we'll look back uh, at it for the, the 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 Hall of Fame. But like I mean, yeah, you know, it, yeah. it, it just it, it this is a monumental achievement. There are a know, lot of in, in in the history of computing, right? It's uh I, and I will say again, I don't want to get ahead of ahead of the list. It's almost like it's an amazing innovation. It's an amazing innovation. <laughs> Almost as though we have a category called best innovation that uh, might actually fall it's, into rather than recommending it over a CPU that is 40% faster in single not, threaded performance. And, but you're also you're, paying if you're, that much more. You're paying, yeah, 50% more for that 43 more performance. And uh, you're also paying for 165% more performance and multi-threaded <laughs> performance, too. So I don't, I just, you're, you're talking about a substantial increase in performance. Even if we go with Ryzen, not to mention it's even higher for 13 gen, there is a huge, huge performance disparity between a 13 gen, a Ryzen 7000, and a downclocked 5000 part with cash. For non-gaming, yes, if you were buying a for CPU solely for gaming and some games, great stuff. And again, I, I agree think it's, with, I, it's an amazing uh, part, and it's almost it's in, an incredible innovation, almost as though it's an in, mm-hmm. best innovation category, well, almost. Here's the thing. Uh, all these CPU choices are highly specialized at this point. Yes, those $700 CPUs thing. are very fast. Well, it's at what they do, it's five something. But I would argue that vastly more people could take advantage of and enjoy the 5800X3D at its mainstream price point, at its tremendous gaming performance, than people need high-end production CPUs in a in a mainstream computer. So, if you're talking about you know use cases, which is what you're doing now, you're saying I'll take all those cores and threads. Ninety-five percent of people don't need that. A lot of people who have desktop PCs game on them. So if you want to go that route, like that's done with that. And this chip, you're talking about the innovation, but the product itself is so good that both Intel and AMD were scared to show it on the grass for the new gen parts. I, and I think that alone says it all. Yeah, no, I'm, and, and it's going to be like one of these ridiculous 1080 Ti things. It, it's a lot of performance <laughs> at a really low price. And you folks will never let that go. Right. You will never let that go. Even though a 5800 is actually faster in a lot of, a lot of things, margin, very small margin because it has slightly higher clocks. But I, I, I just, you know, it, 
it's it's cool that they did this. I love it. It's incredibly innovative. But for best CPU of 2022, well, it's not best. It's our favorite. But- but Gordon, that's using your logic about, you know, it does better at this, it does better at that. You know, if we're talking about the balance here and there, it's just a matter of priorities. And if our sounds like for four of us in this chat, the priority is a more balanced spread uh, and also that favors gaming a bit more, whereas yours Sunday. is just raw, raw power. That doesn't necessarily translate to something that is more balanced because honestly, if the gaming performance on the 12900K, it is great, but the 12, uh, sorry, 13900K, but the 13600K like provides a heck of a lot of that for far less. And then when you compare that against the 5800X3D, that's why it became the choice for a lot of us because it's just... For me, it's that... The high-end AMD and Intel options, the new ones, are so close. Like, if they weren't neck and neck with each other and are not, they're not miles ahead of the 5800X3D. Like, they kind of negated each other out for me. Like, yes, they're tremendous. They're blistering their high-end. But they they knocked each other out. If one of them blew away the other one, I probably would have voted for them. You know what? It's like the classic, you can't have two movies with British casts in the Oscars in (laughs) one year. They neutralize it. Well... You know, no, you got the two, and, uh, two, two British accents in the movie. <laughs> no, they neutralize each other. And then my cousin Vinny wins best. What the, you know, that, that, and you know, that was, that was the right call. That was Marissa Tomei, right? <laughs> she got best actress because the, the, the British actresses, uh, negated each other. That was so, that's where you're arguing. So you're this year. So 5800 <laughs> it's is marissa tomei right for people who don't know my cousin Vinny, a lot of people were like I'll what my cousin Vinny over whatever this shakespearean movie that you're that's essentially what you're saying i i, I and i i can no, be down not. with that I, i'm saying it's the best part that's all i'm saying i, I can be down with that i, I can agree i can agree mm-hmm. well also i mean so i'm i'm even picking this chip uh and and knowing full well if it was my money I wouldn't. I actually wouldn't buy this. I, I mean, because to. because I am a content creator, I do need more cores. No, I, I don't no, pri- you prioritize buy this. that. It's your favorite chip of the year. But it's only forty percent single threaded and one hundred and sixty something. But also, multi-threaded. The, the, these aren't these aren't like these awards aren't. <laughs> we always we always argue about this, right? These awards aren't like buying advice awards, Gordon. These aren't like, oh yeah, everyone should just go out and buy the the our CPU of the year. We're just talking about like CPUs that have had the the most impact, our favorite CPUs, the the things that like people are going to be talking about for years to come that are like super interesting. And I, I think in the history books, no one's going to remember a 13900K, like whatever. It's and the 5800X3D is the swan song for the AM4 era and the jumpstart of the Vcash era. So when you add that plus the blistering performance, like to me, it's hands down that chip. And also we heard a lot of people when Ryzen 7000 come. I mean, people are still saying it in the chat uh, that they're waiting for the X3D parts of Ryzen 7000. So it's 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 actually like holding back sales of Ryzen seven thousand parts right now, just because people are excited for whatever next X three D part is. Wow, it's almost <laughs> like it could go and 
best innovative category. <laughs> uh, also, yeah, uh, we got a, a five dollar super chat from a friend of the show. VC Jester said, uh, "I don't see best hardware in the title. Looks like favorite to me." Uh, and then g- gave another five dollar. Oh, another five. Jeez, wow. Thank you, Mister Mister Jester. Said, "All right, Mister Ung, you can't wave the best performance, no matter the cost banner, when you drive the most sensible car in the world." <laughs> <laughs> You know, the beat up too. 5800X3D is, I think it's got a lower score in Cinebench than the M1 Max. Probably. Just whatever. <laughs> Not applicable here. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? Totally. Marissa if you're doing some bench, don't buy a 5800X3D. Yes. Yes. That, that is definitely, definitely our advice. Uh, Who did she beat out that year? Judy Dench, was it? I have, I have no idea. <laughs> You're intending um, this as a slur. There, that's not a slur, slur on my cousin Vinny. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've actually never watched that movie. Uh, sorry, I'm uh, I'm stalling because I didn't get the uh, the text ready. Uh, I, I will say it is a it is a little bit of a bummer that um, uh, that the the yeah the the seventy on fifty X. I mean, that isn't a monster part. If if you look at the poll I ran, uh, we got one hundred and fifty votes. Uh, the fifty eight hundred X three D is far and away the the winner at sixty six percent. Thirteen hundred K at fourteen percent. Thirteen six hundred K at thirteen percent. That would have been my number two. Uh, and seventy nine fifty X at seven percent. It, it does it does bum me out a, a little bit that the the top end AMD part did, did not get the same. I think love. it's just the cost. Like just buying into that platform <sighs> right now is just very expensive. I, did, I mean, the prices did lower though. You know, it, it was temporary. It, yeah. yeah. It was Most a likely. 40% multi-threaded performance increase over 5950X for 7950. That's great. It was amazing. And 13900K yeah. was like 40% performance increase over 12900K. But let's go with Mercer Tomei. Let's go with Mercer Tomei. Uh, okay. Uh, also 40% increase in price. <laughs> Sorry. What Not over 5950X, uh, though. Okay. All right. I think I think I got the sizing right. Uh, nope. Let me shrink it down a little bit. Uh, okay. Well, with uh, with a, a almost majority vote, I'm going to switch over to the award slide. The uh, the CPU of 2022. Our favorite CPU of 2022 is the AMD Ryzen 7 5800X 3D. Congratulations! I, I should have got like a little like a soundboard with like cheering Woo. people cheering. Uh, I can do more ASMR sounds if you like. I hope. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we did it. Good, good job, everybody. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and end that poll. Uh, we got a, a five dollar super chat from the the following. Uh, super important. Does the world need bear sized ferrets or ferret sized bears? Uh, we'll we'll talk about that later. Uh, uh, the next Ooh, you got me spinning. Yeah. Next, I already ne- know which one I pick. Yeah. <laughs> ne- next cat. Oh yes, Halo Infinity uh, uh, confetti. Like when you when you turn on the skull like, for the uh, my favorite yeah. skull. God, yeah, I can't. You know what? Uh, I need to, what, what is that can't called? Not have that on. What is that called? Yes. Uh, grunt birthday party. Grunt br- yep. birthday party. I'll it's my favorite thing. I don't know I why. I just it, it just makes Halo delightful. I already like getting headshots, but mm-hmm. once you get that, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going exactly to have need. this on, on loop. Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. Sorry. From it's Halo. A, it's in a video game. Uh, okay. Uh, moving on to the next category. Um, That's GPU. like insult to injury for Gordon. Not only did he lose his CPU thing, but then the sound we're using is a console <laughs> primary. No, that's game. fine. I love it. I mean, I, you know. Husbands and wives, enchanting April, Howard's End, and damage. I guess Vanessa Redgrave is 
Yeah, there's there's way too much British in that. That's what happened, yeah, I think. Okay. Uh GPU GPU of the year. Our our favorite GPU of the year. I think uh I think our GPU expert uh Brad Charkis should uh, should start with his pick. Okay. Uh it's kinda awkward timing, uh, because the Radeon RX seventy nine hundred XTX and XT come out next week. But because of the timing with schedules and it being the end of the year and the holiday break coming up, like we had to do it today. So we can't wait for that, unfortunately. And without, we really though, wanted to really wanted, we wanted to. to, we tried as hard I, as we I, could. I really do feel like it, it's a travesty that it couldn't be part of the, the deliberations, but it, yeah, it can't. So, yep. Uh, so that being said this year, again, was a very interesting category because Intel, you know, made its debut into graphics cards and you want to celebrate that a third player is great, but it just had too many driver issues as Keith can attest to, uh, for me to be able to recommend that it's not my favorite, anything. I'm really glad it exists. It's not my favorite for me. It has to be the GeForce RTX 3090. Uh, this year we've only really seen these high end parts launch 4090, 4090. That's what I meant. Yes. I wrote 3090 down because two and a half years of muscle memory, Uh, (laughs) but yeah, the RTX 4090, uh, yes, $1,600 sucks. Uh, but considering everything that's gone on in the world, it's not that much more than the 3090. And more importantly for me, it unlocks new experiences that was not available before. And if you've seen me on these shows in the past, I'm always a big proponent of that. Uh, Before the 4090, you couldn't max out a 4K 144 hertz monitor with all the eye candy turned on. Now you can. Uh, Ray tracing and DLSS is absolutely amazing on this card. Uh, It's the first card that you can turn on all the ray tracing eye candy, all the normal eye candy, and still clear well over 60 frames per second in Cyberpunk. And even if you can't, uh, I don't think the update's out yet, but it's coming soon. DLSS 3 is honestly a huge boon for this card. Uh, I'm not, I don't think it's the magic bullet that NVIDIA necessarily thinks that it is, because you can, because what it does is put AI frames between every other frame, so you can basically double your frame rate or more, depending on the game, but it you don't feel it like it's different necessarily with your mouse. So it looks way smooth and way awesome but you don't necessarily feel as faster so if you're playing a twitch kind of thing but dlss3 you know 4k 144 hertz uh ray tracing and cyberpunk fully unlocked like you've never could do it before you couldn't do any of that before so for that reason i think the 4090 is hands down the best graphics gpu this year nice uh uh keith well why don't you go next you cover a lot of gps I have so much fun with GPUs. <laughs> I will I will echo a lot of what Brad said. Um, I love ray tracing, and I know a lot of people on the internet have their opinions on it, but I think it's a great technology. Super fun to play with. I am so hyped for Portal RTX, and I know it's going to run like boo-boo on my system, <laughs> but I'm still going to play it, and I love it. <laughs> but I didn't experience the launch of... Um, the 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 um <clears throat> the arc cards and at launch i i saw a lot of things that were not good and at the end of month one when i was doing some stuff on it there were still some issues that i was running into but now we're at a whole new level of driver updates with the a770 and it's a hard one for for this because this is to me i'm going to set this down 
and um, I think I. I'll get the I'll get the check I'll get the check later. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, it, this for me, as far as the favorite title goes, this is hitting in the core of the market. It's it's bringing something in there, and I'm seeing improvements. That at launch it was mediocre, and it was as far as performance goes. But it it came in. The features are there. It supports ray tracing. Admittedly, I would probably sway away from it. There'll be more on that soon. Um, but XCSS is adding an option into the market for a tertiary upscaling and everything. It's for all the things that it's bringing to the market, as well as the improvements that it's getting. Again, I don't know that I would call this a, I'm not putting my name behind telling people to go buy it, but for what it's done for me personally in the GPU scene, getting me excited again about graphics cards for what felt like just two people punching each other. I like what this, this card has done and what it is doing so far and what I hope it continues to do. It looks so, good too. It is really nice. Yeah, isn't it? Does look good. Uh, I couldn't tell at first if Brad's like, so for audio listeners, Brad had this really serious look on his face while, but nodding the whole time that Keith was talking. And I couldn't tell if that was Brad just saying like, I hear you, I hear you, but I disagree with you or him just saying like, yeah, I see your point. And then that, when Brad finally spoke, I was like, oh, Brad actually is not having a Gordon experience, but with GPUs. <laughs> no, I was trying to figure out something on my mic stand because it's my new mic. And I was just nodding as I was listening while trying to do that off camera. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to out you. I just thought that was funny because I, I wasn't sure if you were having a Gordon moment. Like, no. I was like, no. oh, is this just happening to our two I was viewers? getting worried. I was like, mm. <laughs> Gordon's just, or Brad's just going to bring the band hammer. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'll, I'll go next because I, I, I actually am in the same boat as Keith. Uh, I think w- when I think of GPU of the year, there's one GPU that has dominated the discussion <laughs> or a line of GPUs that has jo- dominated the discussion of 2022. And that is the, the arc lineup, right? From the very be- beginning of the year, everyone was like, yeah, Intel's going to be the savior. I can't wait. And then, you know, a- as time went on and scalping, you know, and, and crypto mining went, went down and it was taking arc forever to come out. People were just like, what the hell? Why is it taking them so long? And then they did their their tour, you know, including even stopping by the full nerd and chatting, you know, and we're like, hey, listen, it's, it's been hard. You know, give us a break. And we're like, all right, we'll, we'll wait for it to come out. And then then it actually did come out. Uh, you know, it's it's been a roller coaster of a ride, uh, you know, technically the first to market with with AV1, uh, which which is a big thing, um, you know, pricing, eh, you know. Uh, but you know, XCSS interesting, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I just feel like I, so I, I don't want to say just arc lineup. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to go with the more modest option of the a seven fifty Cause I feel like the a three eighty is just not, not really considered a seven seventy. I feel like is, is just, a, you know, probably not, doesn't make sense for, for price performance stuff. I feel like the a seven fifty is kind of the sweet spot if anybody would be interested in getting on it once again like he said i don't think i'm really you know <laughs> you know being telling anybody to like go out in there and buy it but they have been doing work on it that that new update for dx9 performance was like oh wow okay well that, that's a good update uh, keith will be doing more testing so you know we will see that so i you know i don't know i'm, I'm gonna throw my hat in for the a750 
But but arc. I mean, we can we can consolidate arc. both of those. Well, you know, GPU of the year. I you know, I mean, I, I guess we could consolidate right? it if we I wanted mean, that's to. But two votes for arc. Yeah, two votes for arc. I mean, you know, two different parts, but whatever. I mean, we we can get to that later. Let's, let's Te- have the rest of the Technically, the same core. Yeah, yeah. You know, one, one has RGB. Uh, so, or, I guess they both have technically have RGB. One is the ring. Anyway, I go. agree with you guys at a conceptual level. Just to rebut this real quick. But I honestly would not recommend those cards to somebody right now unless they're an ultra enthusiast. And that's the deciding factor for me. The fact that I would not say, like, if my buddy with 500, 350 bucks came over and said, should I get an ARC A770? No, you should totally go get an RX 6600 instead. Whereas if you have 1600 bucks, and so, or whatever, and there, <laughs> it's a big difference. I know, but oh, if, you have I would never, bucks. if you can, if you can afford it, I would strongly recommend the forty ninety, and it unlocks so many new experiences. You're like, if so you that was happen to have an extra thirteen hundred dollars lying no. around. Well, it's different. Look. They're two different things. But no, I know. I, I, I know. can't I recommend. Somebody. I can't recommend the cheaper card. Like, and if I can't recommend a product to somebody, I can't vote for it in these awards. Oh, I know. I, I think that's funny. That's all. I mean, my brother has a 4090 and he loves it. So, yeah. like, I wish I could afford one. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I've been a high end NVIDIA buyer for a while, but uh, <laughs> uh Gordon, I, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you're No, pick no, is. I'll go last. I'll go I'll last. Go last. No, I think Elena should go. Yeah, no, Elena likes to go last. She's just going to say RDNA or whatever the cheapest IGP or whatever lowest cost mm-hmm. option is, right? Well, Isn't I, that going to be. Then if you already know, then go ahead. Go I've ahead. got, I've got, I've got something that needs a little bit of time. So I feel like you have oh. urgent things to well, say and you I, should say yeah, them. Brad, okay. Brad's got urgent. I mean, because it, it's very interesting because I, I think, um, you know, gosh, you know, Arc really, gosh, <laughs> oh gosh, golly, it really does golly, offer geez. an incredible amount of performance per dollar. It it did come in. It's actually very competitive down at that uh, for what most most people can afford. Honestly, <laughs> like the fifty eight hundred X three D. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I've seen the light now, uh, and <laughs> being able to have really good performance for low money. Is definitely something that should put you on the top of everybody's list. I am really, really swayed by these arguments that having a, an art card and and again, you have to respect the the journey Intel has gone on against all odds. I mean, it's going to be a great Netflix TV documentary show one day about like, wow, we look back in ten years, and if Intel is still in this game, and they likely will be. It's just going to be an amazing story because it's like it's like the hobbits going to Mount Doom in the end. It's a long, long, hard, arduous journey. You, you really respect that in a lot of ways, you know. I mean, you really, you know, because that matters. Low cost, the journey, how much you're going to think same about thing. it. I get what you're doing, but it's not the same no, thing. No, what? No, I I want to be consistent here. One one is a great part that you would recommend to everybody. The other one's a part with a good story. Well, because I'm not going to say arc. I'm not going to say uh, arc. I mean, I still uh, think. It's an amazing journey. It's good to have competition. It's going to help oh. everybody in the end. I welcome it. It's it's great. They got here. They were first with AV1. Actually, decent performance. And most people, they can com- they can complain about like it might be twenty percent slower than comparable uh, AMD or NVIDIA card. But 
are you going to be able to really tell the difference? And and honestly, for normal people, that that's what matters. But no, I'm going to say 4090 because it's such a kick-ass <laughs> card. Because 4090 simply crushes everybody. And how could you not argue that it's not 4090? 4090 destroyed every every other video card in the entire universe. Just went home. They all left. They didn't even get on the field. 4090 simply destroyed yeah. everybody. Your lousy CPU was too slow for 4090. How do you not respect that performance? Yeah, $1,600 That's sucks. not true. That's one of the three CPUs that could keep up with that bad boy. But I'm just saying, holy smokes, <laughs> 4090 just kicked everybody's ass. We still have not seen the top end of, I honestly think, like 14th gen and 7,000 Vcash. I'm excited to see that with a 4090 because that thing is just such a stupidly fast card that you are playing 4k with excessive frame rates for whatever i don't have a 120 hertz 4k panel most people don't this thing <laughs> is either. so Mine's stupidly fast if you're just gonna go for lowest cause best deal please do but i'm gonna say 4090 all day because it's just like I- how do you not respect that you touched on something there that i think is also worth pointing out to bolster our argument real quick uh AMD is not even competing with this. They came out and they competed with the, the 3090 and they're like, the 6900 XT is going to be right there with the uh, 3090 for a thousand bucks. So roughly the same price this time around with the numbers they're putting out there and the fact that they're explicitly saying they're a 4080 competitor. I think it's clear that they're not uh, a bunch of hell- Christmas decorations just fell down outside my window. Uh they're not even competing against the 4090. They're like, there's a 4080 competitor, the 1.5 X to 1.7 X numbers that they showed showed that it will be probably faster than a 4080, but probably slower than a 4090. So, like, AMD is not even competing with the 4090. Yeah. Wait, uh, I, I just want to recap real quick. Uh, well, we had... Uh, oh, real quick. Uh, let me find it. Oh, it just came in. Um, uh, $9.99. For some reason, it rounded up to $10 uh, from P. Goodspeed. Uh, goody Speed, I guess. Uh, thank you so much. Super Chat said uh, to support Gordon. Uh, and yeah, I just I just want to recap just for anybody who who didn't make it clear. Gordon is going for the pick that has the biggest bar. So just just to recap. No, you know, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I am so, thinking. I, I'm just, I I'm really, just recapping I, here. Just I'm recapping really, just in case you didn't notice. To, <laughs> what, to, what just is to be fair though, like if either the 7950X or the 13900K stomped as hard as the 4090 does, that would have been my vote too. Like sometimes it's good to vote for value. Sometimes it's good to vote for bigger bar better. In this case, it's just like a whooping. Wait, 40% Fred, I actually what? am in Gordon's camp on this one. I think they stomped pretty hard, those, those CPUs. Those, those CPUs. So oh, CPUs. no, but I mean compared was... to each other. Like, AMD's not even competing with this. That's my point. Uh, like, they're neck and neck. They're bad, battling each other. Those are very fast, very great. Wait, wait, real quick, Brad. So you were if AMD did come out with a 4090 competitor, they would negate each other? And then you'd be for ARC? <laughs> It depends what happens. <laughs> no, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we're learning so just, much about each other. I'm just seeing a lot of mental gymnastics. There's a lot of mental gymnastics here. What's that AMD card that came out that had four lanes of PCIe? That was this year, right? 
60, 6,500. Yeah. 60, yeah. 500 XT, the four-lane, no encoder one. Yeah. That's yeah. really good I'm, card. It came 6, out of 6,400 XT. 6,400 XT. Well, I guess it didn't You XT. couldn't buy it's, GPUs at that time. It really, it really serviced a lot of people. I'm I'm thinking that's that's a really valuable, that hmm, maybe uh, that's worth considering. <laughs> All right. There was was a, I mean, there was a 6,700 non-XT. But it was interesting. Well, wasn't there? Has, has chat, chat keeps saying uh, uh, 6650 XT came out. It was one that everybody was angry. The refresh, they, yeah. They were upset that AMD even introduced it, even though it was designed to address pandemic yeah, shortages. Yeah. No, no, nobody's, yeah, nobody's going to pick that one. Uh, well, we, we should get Elena. Elena has a story to tell. So let's. I do have a let's story hear, to let's tell. Hear Elena's story. And it starts with a little conversation that we had in our group Slack chat, which was hey, are we doing best hardware of 2022 or favorite hardware of 2022. And the consensus came down to we were doing favorite hardware of 2022. And if you've watched this show for a while, you may know that I have this personality streak in me where sometimes I like to see what rules I can bend and how far I can go with them. And I've actually had a pretty good success rate on this show because you all in chat, all of our audience support me and I appreciate you. And I feel like possibly we would be aligned on this again. So hear me out. I feel like over the course of the pandemic, We had some good hardware that came out, but due to just the generalness of the world at the time, we really ended up just not giving it a favorable shake, right? So last year's pick was an iGPU, right? Famously. Yeah, right? So like we did it again, and that time Brad was actually on board with it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I feel like something like the RX 6600 didn't really get a fair shake. And we have all these cards that just focus, like architectures are releasing, and the focus has been both on the CPU and also, you know, we're talking here about GPU side. It's just been the high end, not even like the higher, like the the higher part of the mid-tier to high end. It's just like straight up like high end, like you need to bring some serious cash to the table. And maybe me, I feel like that mid-range and like budget especially have just been kind of ignored and they've gone so long trying to make, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a great card, but the, 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 I can't even say the card's name right now. Uh, 580. That's uh, RX 50. Oh God, I can't do it. My brain doesn't want to do it. I don't know what's wrong with me today. But anyway, that card needs to retire. It's a great card, but it is it is just a workhorse that just needs to be moved from. And it's been really hard for people to do that. They can finally do that this year. The RX 6600 has dropped to crazy great prices right now. It is like a ostensibly a $200 car, $220, right? So if I were voting for my favorite hardware of this year, even though this card came out in 2021, I would pick the RX 6600. I feel like chat would back me up on this just based on some of the chatter I've seen already. But I am going to see what the reception is like. I am going to say that (laughs) if you choose a low-end card from last year that you can finally buy, which is great, and 
Intel graphics cards, which were a great first step, but are busted as heck. Over a 4090 that unlocked all kinds of new crazy <laughs> stuff as the best GPU of the year. Y'all no, are just being favorite. contrarian. Wait, favorite. Wait, wait, wait. Y'all are favorite. favorite. That 6600 favorite. didn't even launch this year. Yeah, it, it, has, it has to come out this year. It has to come out this year. Let's summarize. So we have two for, arc, two for ARC. <laughs> two for ARC. Two for 4090. And one for RX 6600 XT. But it, it didn't come out this year. I, the sixty six fifty. No, no, no. She, could still, pick. she yeah. could still pick. I mean, it's, okay. it's no, I, no. The prices are right. Yeah. It's again, if we want to be, you know, all relative favorite thing, favorite card of the year could actually mean favorite card that you're considering this year because it's now something that you find it, favorite. It, it could be, but we didn't vote on that. It's, it's always it's always been about stuff that uh, has come this out year. this year. Yeah. yeah. So if we want to change that for next year, we'd have to vote on it. As, yeah. as, as a committee and we did not so so sorry elena it has to be and something that came out this year it's really unfortunate because a bunch of gpus did launch this year like that 6700 that keith mentioned and there was just an eight gigabyte 3060 that came out but they're all just meh what about refreshes, well, trying to get rid of leftover stuff xt was just good. a meh refresh too it was like 50 bucks more for comparable performance it came out this year though right that could, yeah. Elena, that could yeah. be Elena's. Because well, I understand I, what she's saying here is because that card really serviced. That was really the Southwest model. They don't give a damn. Oh, <laughs> I love Southwest. No, no, they're great. I love, no, there's no order. It's like a Greyhound bus. Every, there's no first class. The, Actually, they have the 6600. That's slander, sir. And I will not stand for it. Uh, <laughs> it is a great 1080p <laughs> GPU. Uh, it has all the modern features that you want. It is an RDNA 2 card. Uh, it's super energy efficient. It's our favorite 1080p graphics card. Probably 85% of people out there should go buy one of them. But it didn't come out this year. Uh, and come on, the 4090 did. <laughs> like, okay, well, I mean, Keith did point... Thanks for the assist, Keith. I appreciate it. Uh, CC650 XT is a 2022 card. So, so I mean, I could do that. Yeah. Or I could actually use my vote to swing this. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you're, you're or, all about price per, per performance stuff. I mean, you know... I mean, Arc is not a bad value. Well, I it's come on, you can't recommend Arc. Like, if you have <laughs> hey, this, this isn't about this like, isn't about recommending. I have three hundred and fifty. How is your favorite? How are we going to vote? One of the full nerds' favorite GPU of twenty twenty two is a graphics card that if your friend asks you, should I buy this? You'll go hell no, hell no. <laughs> like that can't happen. Like I love Arc. I, I'm glad they exist. They're doing a great job on what they're at, but it's still very much a first gen working on it kind of thing. Like that can't hey, be listen, the best GPU. Gr growing up, my it's favorite car was a Lamborghini Countach. Could I recommend yeah. anyone buy that? <laughs> Hell no. But that was my favorite car, yeah. man. I had the Hot Wheels. <laughs> it was awesome. So I I don't think favorite necessarily means it has to be something that's recommended. I but, yeah. Oh, I'm just man, saying. How, but this is. PC World's name is on this award. <laughs> no, it's not. Full Nerd is. We're going to say that Intel Arc is the best GPU of 2020. No, no, we're not saying best. Wait, wait There's or no favorite, best on favorite, it. Favorite, yeah, favorite, whatever. Same thing. Someone reading is going to be like, oh, this is their favorite GPU. I know. It's almost like picking a CPU 40% slower and single-threaded and 160% hey, Gordon, Gordon, give it up. You're wrong, bro. You're wrong, bro. Give it up. It's a different conversation. 4090 is such an ass-kicking card. I mean, that thing flattened every one 120 hertz 
4K gaming on a GPU. We still haven't seen the top end of that card yet with our current CPUs. Yeah. Um, I got to give mad respect to Brad, though, that despite how passionately he feels about this GPU conversation we're having, he can still like separate that from the CPU conversation, even though he's having a parallel experience to Gordon. Yeah. No, because it's exactly, I know, because this is the reason it's why. The it's not the same. This is why <laughs> nobody cares about the People's Choice Awards, Golden Globes. No. Nobody gives a damn. If yeah, you're an actor, you like, do you like go, oh, yeah, I want Golden Globes, People's Choice? You want the Oscar. <laughs> if someone had $350 and said, came to you, Gordon, said, I want the best gaming experience, should I buy a 5800X3D? You said, yes, of course you should. Especially it's cheaper with AM4, you get the DDR4, that's great. If that's what you got, that's what you got. I would say if go came for to you a lower CPU. If someone came to you with $350 and said, should I get Intel Arc? You'll go, no, the drivers are still maturing. Like, there's too many headaches there. Maybe one like, day. Like, it's first gen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe one day. And I hope to see that. I hope that next year we can maybe vote in Intel. Next year, I'm hoping that we see a lot more mid-range value picks from all three players. And hopefully, you know, Intel can make a strong grab at that. But this year, they just ain't it. And I love all the dudes at Intel. I love the cards. I love the design. I love there's a third player. Like, lots of respect for them getting it off the ground. But the 4090 is the clear winner this year. And anything else is just, like, straight contrarian. It would be a travesty if the 4090 did not win. People people in the chat have talked about, hey, uh, the the connector melted on a 4090, not on an Arc. Uh, You know. Well, I, that was like yeah. 20 of them. I, well, Nvidia said 50. This is, all right. and look, this is a card you will be talking about in a while because this card is simply a, with the art card. You're right. Yeah. No. It's its first step in a long journey. 4090 yeah. is just such in, I mean, there's, we're talking about a card so fast. We have not seen the top end of it yet. All right. Well, how do you not respect uh, Elena? I mean, you've, you've, you've seen, you've seen both arguments. Uh, no, Elena's already voted 6650 XT. I say we need a tie breaking vote. Did Elena, no. did you put 6650 She, she said 6650. I mean, I, I said that as my initial pick, but I, 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 I essentially, I'm a tiebreaker here because we have two solid no, camps. No, because we can go to the internet, Elena. You can, you can stick to your, your, your values, and then we can let the internet decide. No, no, it should be the 4090. <laughs> Come on. Like, me and Gordon are two different people. Gordon's always going to argue for the biggest part better. I'm more nuanced. I'm coming out here fighting real hard for this because... It does so much more new things. The 3090, I didn't argue very hard for. Like, it's great for prosumers, but it didn't really tangibly move the bar. 3090 Ti didn't come out this year. That's true, but <laughs> so the 4090. <laughs> uh, but I didn't recommend that one because it didn't do anything to be worthy of that praise, even though it was a bigger <clears throat> bar better. This card isn't just far and away bigger bar better. It's so much bigger bar better that it unlocks all these things that were not ever possible before. I had no I, I had no clue that I'd be able to max out 144 hertz 4K monitor will melt your face. Like I had never experienced anything like that. It's that impressive a graphics card, probably the most impressive graphics card I've reviewed here. Uh, anything else is crazy. Okay, <laughs> so I'm thinking about this. All right, Elaine's thinking about, thinking about it. I, I feel like with five people sitting here, we shouldn't need to go to the internet. Uh so can Elena vote for anything that costs that much? Yeah, now? Isn't we can it like all legally oh. part of her like <laughs> lifestyle. She cannot like 
There's some kind of code. He's baiting you. He's baiting code. you. Don't do it. He is baiting me, but you know what? Just in response don't, to that, don't, I'm going, no, no, I'm, no, I'm doing Elena. it. I'm voting no, for you ARC. Have journa- you have journalistic responsibility. How are you? Seriously. How are you going to vote for ARC? You really get, you really. Don't, don't spite vote ARC as the favorite GPU of 2022. Like. <laughs> Adam. Okay. 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 I'll stop. Stop. Hold it. Uh, I gotta, I gotta admit something. I'm about to have no, a. No, my, my, hold on. Bane is going to pop out Adam. of my forehead. Hold on, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I I gotta admit something. I I messaged Keith and Elena (laughs) a couple days ago, (laughs) and I said, "We've never colluded on this show before." Well, you can't. Oh wait, wait, that disqualifies your vote. There, we should collude. No, that's wonderful. That is that is colluding. That that discounts your vote. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. It was a it was a joke. It was 100. Oh. percent We we got it together in the back room, and I was like, Gordon and Brad are gonna literally flip a lid if we do this. Oh. It's all this his idea. Oh. All his idea. It was my idea. I you was... can blame me. You can blame me. <laughs> my wait, protest was... against this is the reason. My protest against the partially. That's how come I brought out a card from 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I was upset about that one a few years ago, but fine with it. This one, I was legitimately hey, that, that, yeah, like, that, "What are you guys doing?" That that wasn't this. This was pure collusion. I don't know. Maybe I got to vote for Ark now. I've been yeah, convinced well, that going for so, lower so, okay. costs. I like it. Okay, so, so, I wanted Van Gogh. So so, so back up. Let's, let's actually. I we do have legit picks. Uh, at least I I have a legit pick. That's not Ark. Uh, so uh, I I will go first. Uh, and funny you say that, Keith. I think. That RDNA two IGP has actually made a huge impact this year. Gordon, mobile. hold on, hold on, hold mobile. Yes, mobile. Two, yeah. For in in two ways. In t- yeah, yeah. Not and I'm not talking about desktop. I'm talking about mobile in two ways. Number one, we did a video earlier this year showing the RDNA two performance on what was it the Asus Zephyrus G- G14, G14, yeah. right? You know, you, you did a video showing like, hey, here's IGP performance on this laptop. And and you were blown away. I mean, I was blown away too. I was just like, wow, you know, like IGP on a laptop itself is actually pretty damn good. And then earlier this year, I bought myself a damn Steam Deck and I cannot put that damn thing down. <laughs> like, I will tell you what, RDNA 2, if, you, if you're talking about legit things that have impacted me this year, it ain't it ain't no 4090. 4090 is awesome. I'm going to put it in my, my work rig for damn sure. But the thing that I'm using all the time is that goddamn RDNA 2 uh, IGP. So, uh, like, for me, that's my vote. Uh, yeah, R- R- RDNA 2, uh, whatever we want to call it, RDNA tape, mm-hmm. mobile, IGP, you know, whatever, however we want to wrap it up. Those, those are the two things that, that, that have my, or the thing that has my vote uh, for this year. So, that, that, that's legit what I'm throwing in, not, not ARC. <laughs> uh, I can respect that one, unlike your first pick. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I'm, so, I don't I'm know, sorry. Though. I'm sorry well, for giving you wait a, a minute. An ulcer. Maybe I uh, got to change my vote. Oh, it's... y'all took ten years off my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Keith, Keith, let's 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 hear where you go. I, I legit I would, don't w- know what Keith and, and Elena. I was legitimately shrieking into my new mic about journalistic responsibility. <laughs> Look, look, I broke, really... It broke me, Brad. It broke me. I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> she was slacking. She's like, when, when, do, we, when do we give up? Brad's like, I can't getting real do angry. this anymore. When he, when he said that line, that's why I said, Adam. <laughs> so I really wanted to. I really wanted to be you able genuinely to. genuinely did. I really did. Because I, 
there's a lot. And if it keeps going, if it came out six months earlier and a lot of the improvements continued, then I would. But I, mm-hmm. again, I don't regret my purchase of it, but I've also been having fun with it. Um, but if it was my day, de- it's not in my daily system. Okay. So it's not, not in any of our daily systems. Yeah. So I, I can't say it's my favorite. Um, I love the steam deck. I have put more hours into gaming this year than in the past, probably six to seven years because of this. And I travel a lot, but I have sat down and I have used a 4090 (laughs) and I have used one (laughs) and I love ray tracing and I love new features and I love all of these things. And I, and I love what it can do for more than that. And as of right now, I would have to, I would have to say that it would be, and it is, it is out of my price range, but I also like, I like a Lotus Elise and I can't afford one of those. And it's my favorite car. So I do wish that Intel did manage to launch that six months earlier, the original, you know, right after CES, because if they had had another six months, they very well could have been a great redemption story for this year. Mm -hmm. I I agree. Well, I still think it's not, I mean, that's the thing is it's those driver updates today yesterday huge. were pretty pretty huge and you know the story is continuing so it's not there yet but yeah we we will we will see we will see uh elena what what do you, do you have an actual pick uh i do okay all right um <laughs> Uh, but it sounds like the 4090 is one, which means I can keep well, not necessarily. my pick. Gordon, well, Gordon could I go could back switch. on it. Yeah, he could switch. I could you switch. Could switch. You've convinced you me switch. all that we should always pick something that's lower end. Yeah, because Gordon loves the Steam Deck. Because it's mean, not about I, the I best. Know he, I know it's not about the best. Deck. It's our favorite. It could it's be any, literally anything. It's not about the best per se, no but rules the, or I idea. would say that my application of the word best is not necessarily the thing that has the biggest bars or in some cases the smallest bars as applicable. Um, I think if Keith is going with the 4090 and we do have a consensus and Brad can stay happy and not start filling out pink slips as somebody mentioned in the chat um, um, journalistic I, responsibilities and I mean honestly journalistic responsibility in the sense of that thank you chat for um, helping me with my research that overlooked this part. I would stick with something like the 6650 XT. I think that the mid-range is getting ignored in favor of these, I mean, admittedly amazing architectures. Don't get me wrong. It's like the bells and whistles and the performance is really impressive. But I I just always, I, I will always represent the workers on the Grey Council. I said this multiple <laughs> times. I will keep saying this because I love it so much. It's just applicable. Um, and I think they've just been underrepresented for so long that it's good just to acknowledge that, like, hey, this is this is the kind of stuff we want to see more of. This, to me, is a favorite thing of the year. Like that, I'm glad to see that we're getting more balance and representation. It's not just the amazing bells and whistles stuff. Because honestly, my opinion, someone who buys a 4090, not everyone who buys a 4090, but a lot of the people who buy a 4090 are going to replace that card really soon. Like relatively speaking, because they love that they love the fastest things they can get their hands on. And, you know, that's that is an absolutely valid life choice. This is me. Not I'm not commenting on that. It's just that compared to something like something in the mid range that someone is going to end up hanging on to for probably as long as possible or at least four or five years. Like I want to see more of that things that like people can really hang on to if they need to or want to. 
Yeah. Not that not that you can't with the 4090. I understand that Gordon's about to like try to punch holes through that. Mm-hmm. We spent a long time on this conversation mm-hmm. already. I'm not trying to make no, it No, I, I definitely think you should get on at the same time as first class on that airline is. I think mm-hmm. that analogy I've used. So. <laughs> I, uh, I will say that if the 4090 didn't come out and be as just monstrous as it is, I kind of keep track of these in my head throughout the year, like keep a list. This what's going to be my favorite at the end of the year. And the Steam Deck GPU was going to be my pick until the 4090 came out. Like, I think that's a game changer. Yeah, actually, I, I got another handheld device, the uh, AOK Zoe A1, which has a 6800 unit, and the panel is a 1920 by 1200. Uh, and the, so it's 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 this it, it's about the same performance as a Steam Deck on the the higher resolution screen, if that makes sense. So yep. like, man, oh yeah, it's good. But <laughs> hey, you know what? Also, I, I put out a vote in the chat. We're 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 just shy of a hundred votes uh, in the at at oh, 103. There we go. Uh, the RTX 4090 is uh, is is the king there. 37 percent now, uh, and the 6650 XT is at twenty five percent. So. Uh, the the chat is is with the rest of us, and you know what, the forty ninety that is a damn good GPU. I I yeah. am v- very much, especially for workstation stuff for gaming, like eh, whatever. It's overkill, honestly, for me. But like for workstation stuff, hell yeah, I'm excited to put that in my editing rig. See, uh, it's not for me. Uh, just a one final because I know we've been doing this way too long. Like I have 144 hertz 4K monitor. I have two of them actually. I only game on one, but I've never been able to max it out. Or if I want to, I have to drop down to higher medium settings. And you don't have to worry about any of that. Like, this is literally the first ever set and forget GPU. When I said this is probably my favorite GPU I've ever tested in the however many years I've been doing it here, it's totally true. It's amazing. It's it's almost like a processor generation that would give you 40% improvement <laughs> right, in uh, multi-core performance over the previous same core count so, part. But, uh, yeah, you know. Okay, so the uh, the official winner of the uh, 2022 uh, Nerdy uh, for the <laughs> GPU category is the NVIDIA GeForce RTX 4090. Uh, the the powerhouse card that it is. Uh, uh, good job. Uh, so, but wait, weird. Nobody brought up the 4080. I guess I wasn't uh, in contention. So, oh. uh, ooh, too soon. <laughs> too soon. Uh, okay, so let, let's uh, let's move on to uh, uh, one of Elena's favorite topics, and it's a uh, it's case. Uh, Elena, since you're the the case expert, do you want to you want to start us off? Well, I didn't really get to do as much with cases this year just because of, you know, scheduling things. But I have kept an eye on certain ones. Unfortunately, I haven't had a lot of hands-on experience with these cases. So I'm kind of going by other people's discussions of it and what I've seen. So just take that with a grain of salt. This is not coming from a place of like hard, definitive, I can confidently back these. And, you know, I have no, you know, issues with them that you should be aware of. Um. You know, it's actually, it was kind of hard to pick a case this year because I feel like with each passing year, cases get more interesting and there's more variety out there. I also think that um, there's, well, I would say there's more representation in the like actual small form factor uh, like segment, right? So that's become really popular. We're seeing a lot of sub or like 20 liters and under sized cases, some really cool ones. Um, but also, you know, obviously the mid tower getting a lot of love too. Uh, this is a tangent. I would love to see more love for the micro ATX uh, space, but specifically in like the 24. 
to 25, 26 liter range where it's like not quite super like downsized, but not like full compact mid tower. Anyway, that's a tangent. Just like put it out there into the universe. <laughs> um, and so instead of just going with a single pick, I thought I'd just quickly highlight some of my my favorites like or in turn, like things that caught my eye before I got to the final, just because I feel like they they kind of warrant a shout out. Um, and of course, as this is happening, my window with all that is minimized. All right, here we go. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, like shout out to Fractal, honestly, like they've come out with some really interesting cases this year. I spoiler alert. I know that at least one other person on this, uh, call in this podcast episode is probably going to do something around fractal um so i i loved uh the meshify 2 mini that's a micro atx case but just i just love the look of it uh same with the torrent compact um even though like some of the reviews are saying like the interior design it's not super great it's just like a good look i feel like it's nice to see something a little different um while still being very true to like fractals kind of design vibe uh and uh i think i really so I want to pick this as my favorite, but I feel like a micro ATX case is a little limiting because uh, it's, just, I don't know, if, I'm, if I feel like if you're not doing just mini ITX builds, it's nice to have the flexibility. But that that pop mini air, the fact that you have that concealed bottom section for uh, an optical drive, because I actually still have optical media and uh, sometimes I like to, how should we say, have backups of my discs. Mm-hmm. Like I am not distributing them. I want to be very clear. I am not distributing them, but it's just sometimes it's nice to run off my NAS instead of having to get up and actually put a disc into a tray somewhere. Yep. And so it's nice to have a system with that, but it's also been harder to find cases, one, with optical bays, and then on top of that, that don't aren't like the big cases. So, and then... I really dig that color, that that like literally that pop of color in the case. Um, so if I were to pick a case without regard to sizing and you know how applicable it is and would I recommend this to everyone if we're using that kind of as a metric as Brad was saying earlier, I don't know if that would be my pick. Um, kind of similar boat. Uh, I really liked the Fantex Evolve Shift XT, which is that modular mini itx case i don't know if everyone saw that one when it came out so you can start as like really compact i think it's like 13 liters and then if you want to you kind of basically pull it up and extend it out and it's got these like kind of cool glass inserts for that it's a really neat look um if you're into you know small form factor i feel like I was actually surprised Adam didn't talk much about it this year because I know you've been so into the whole like small form factor scene and you've like dived in, like dove in with like such a whole heart with it, you know? Uh, I like the flexibility of it because that way, you know, if you decide that you want the most compact or if you want to have a little more room for cooling, you've got that. And I I just love these modular type designs that we're seeing from case makers because it gives people flexibility. It gives people more choice. It's just moving further away from the era when we're all just like, here's your steel case, your basic steel case and good luck with cable routing. You're going to have to put a lot of dedication into that. Um, 
But ultimately, this is probably going to seem like a really basic pick, but I feel like my pick for this year would be the NZXT H7 Flow, specifically oh, the Flow version. That's the one I had until this morning. Because mm-hmm. it is, it is a, it is a really good all rounder. I feel like oh. it is a good solid case to recommend to somebody if they want to hang on to a case for a while. It. It's got the good, like, you know, these days airflow is so, you know, paramount to everybody's concerns when they're building. Uh, Hashtag thanks, Steve. (laughs) For sure. Mm. It's got like an understated look, I feel like. So it's not as, like some of the Fantex cases are really cool looking. And so are the fractal ones, but they have a very distinctive, like, this is a computer case kind of look, right? So if you're going for more understated, that'll work too. I don't feel like it'll look as outdated either because as years go on, because um, when you have that more gamery or like distinctive kind of look, it can tend, it can look more outdated quicker. Um, And then again, it supports full ATX motherboards. And so that also gives you flexibility. So if you want to change up your build or if you change your hardware, then you have that. It's 130 bucks US. So it's also relatively affordable for what you're getting. Um, so yeah, it was hard. It's hard to choose this year because there's so many, and I'm I'm the kind of person where if you put a lot of like choices that I I'm like oh I like that oh I like that oh I like that it's really hard for me to pick. So I guess maybe out of decision fatigue, I've picked the most mm-hmm. universal, maybe applicable <laughs> of all well, of them. That was like I said, actually my pick up until this morning. Uh, I love and NZXT's clean, clean design, the same as you do, uh, and they're you know, usability inside of the case and just, you know, throwing the mesh panel on there and making it airflow focused, I thought was a huge win. But then this morning, I haven't actually touched this case yet, but I read the five-star perfect review over at Tom's Hardware. I've seen the pictures on Fractal site. I've watched Dimitri on Hardware Canucks basically just spend 10 minutes drooling all over this thing in a video this morning. Uh, today, I'm glad this, this show was postponed. We were supposed to do it yesterday. Uh, today, Fractal... Fractal Design came out with a case called the Fractal Design North, which is just a really clean, austere mesh case that's focused on airflow. Uh, and the front of it is has all these like wooden slats rather than normal mesh. It's oak or walnut, depending on which color you can get. You can get it in black or white. Uh, and it looks freaking really good. Uh, most computer cases look like computer cases, computer parts, hardware stores. That looks like something that would fit in like a design home in the corner. You wouldn't think it was out of place or anything like that. And I just really dig that aesthetic. And from the Tom's Hardware review and from what Dimitri was saying on the site, uh, it's exceptional to work with inside and it has spectacular airflow and temperatures. So if it nails, you know, all the functional stuff and it looks that damn good, uh, I'm glad we waited till today to do this show because this morning, Practical Design North took my vote. Nice. Yeah. And actually, I, I do have one on hand. Uh, Fractal Design did, did send it to me. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I will will be doing a build in it for damn sure. <laughs> Heck yeah. I just wish it was a little smaller. Like, if they come out with the mini version, all they, over they that. probably will. <laughs> yeah, most of their other cases, they, they have other variations oh, of. So, a cool thing is it's only 130 bucks, too. Like for a case that looks like that, you'd expect it to be two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It, they're it, both actually very competitive in pricing. I mean, they're basically mm-hmm. one hundred and thirty bucks a piece between the uh, mm-hmm. NZXT and that fractal case. All right, who's next? Keith. Okay. You, you got anything? All right. 
So, um, yeah. Yeah, today was a good day to do this because I'm going to uh, give it away. I'm going to agree with Brad on this one. But going into it, before I saw this thing this morning, went, Ooh. I had the Torrent Compact, the Fractal Design Torrent Compact, because I've actually had this one in the cart and been about to buy it for like <laughs> two months now. I'm using the a Be Quiet um, thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm still using it. I love it. It's nice and simple. Well, the silent base. That's the one I sent you, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's very simple. I like a simple, but this one's kind of, it's simple, but big. The thing that got me with the, um, I almost went for the pop air because it has a five and a quarter inch bay that is hidden. Yeah, it's nice. So like, I, I still sometimes need access to a disc drive for things unrelated to work around here but to help family and friends and stuff it'd be nice to have one without having to plug it in but the the north hit the one thing that i've been looking for in a case over time is high airflow with no window i'm sick of the window my sister i had to turn off all the rgb i don't have any lights on in my case and i don't it sits down there i can't even see it anyway but I just, I don't care about the window. It's like the trunk of my car. Close it. The hood. Close the hood. It goes fast. I'm happy. I just, so the, the Fractal Design North, if they come out with a compact version, I'm going to be hyped. So I'm not buying one yet. I'm going to wait for a compact. What about your disc? Hint, hint. So what, about a, what? What, about, what about your optical bay needs? I will continue to plug it in elsewhere. <laughs> i've been doing it for years so i will continue for, de- for beauty and design yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that so the optical drive bay is that mobile like is it a laptop drive or is it actually no it's a five and a size? quarter full size it just if you look at the pop case it's in the little bottom cover it pops off and you have access to yeah and you have access to a five and a quarter inch drive bay because nobody's doing that. Like that's. Yep. And I, and they found a way to do it. That is elegant. Pat on the back. Oh, nice. Uh, Gord- but the North is beautiful. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gordon, uh, do you have any case consideration? <laughs> you know, I am really <laughs> checking out this one that takes actually a full size optical drive. <laughs> what is what is this you, you gotta pop? say the name oh, the he literally pop. doesn't even know the name yeah. he came in. no because i'm just like well, on- I, I just want to double check <laughs> the I name just, I, I sold yeah. it on that feature that's all i needed to say it's just that most i know gordon i've worked with him long enough it doesn't it doesn't really it's it's a little tough for me because i i don't pay that close attention to it and you don't care about cases this pop xl looks pretty nice pop xl air is that the one right well, I'm talking about the mini, so that's the, the there's other versions of it, so they have different sizes. Uh, knowing you, you're probably going to want. The, <laughs> yeah, that one. Pop XL Air looks really nice. I just am. I'm just too. I'm not a fan of small cases. I, I just I, in most cases just don't appeal to me anymore because you know I still run an optical drive bay. It is really hard to get optical drives in a larger case, especially unless you go really old school. And there's nothing that's been introduced that. That, that that does any of that stuff it's i'm just i think the example i would use is when you're buying clothes and then you can no longer buy clothes at the main stores 
in the mall because it doesn't doesn't work for you, then you're shopping at you know Sears for your clothes because that's the only place that carries it. <laughs> so I'm kind of like asking me for advice, like, but I'm really digging this Pop XL Air. That's kind of looking nice. So I, I have zero opinion. <laughs> so, so are, are you abstaining or are you putting in for the pop XL? I was actually going to say like height because I was kind of thinking the height because the height Y sixty people were. I've never seen a case. I'm, I'm with, surprised Elena didn't talk about that one. There was so much hype building. over that case. Everybody built in it. it I mean, there still is. Yeah, and I kind of like it, but again, it doesn't have the optical drive bay, so you just. <laughs> I'm just kind I like of like that case. It's just that I was trying to optimize for airflow as well. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, but you. All right. Uh, then, okay. Uh, I, I, I guess I'm last then. Um, man, I, I feel like this year has been an awesome year for cases out of all the, been, the parts that we're talking lot. about here. Like, and maybe I'm just paying a little bit more attention to it or something. I mean, this was also the year that I, I fully, you know, grew to love a uh, small form factor. So ca- cases were definitely, uh, on, on the top of my mind for this year. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not going to pick a small form factor case because I don't think anyone's going to to go for it. Uh, but I do want to give a shout out to the uh, and I think Elena will appreciate this. The Dan Case, uh, Lee and Lee, Dan Case A4 H2O. Uh, I I, I don't really like the look of it personally, but like building in it and the th- yeah. and the thermals are amazing. Yeah. Uh, like that that that's a really damn good small form factor case. Uh, just to say on the the yeah the. Yeah, uh, other case. Yeah. Anyway, the my, so, but when I, when I think about other cases that I've built in, uh, the Meshify two, the Fractal Design Meshify two compact, we did a live build in. Uh, the Fractal uh, Design uh, Torrent compact is is the streaming box we're using to to stream this right now. <laughs> uh, the uh, Fractal, Fractal Design also did send me the uh, the Ridge. Uh, which I, I haven't ah, done yes. a build in, but I I, I want to, uh, and then really like I said, I, I have the the north, um, the and and I, I've 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 always said this. My my first cases that I've ever built in were fractal design, uh, and it's, something has always it was define uh, R five I think was my, four, four maybe I can't remember. Um, dance. Yeah, yeah. So uh, fractal design. My pick is just fractal design. Like really? Jesus, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like all the, all their cases that I've that I've played around with this year, I've I've loved. So I, you know, I I I mean, if I had to pick one, it'd probably be the the Meshify Two Compact, just personally. But like, I mean, they they come in an XL version. There's there's nano versions of cases. There's small four factor. They, there's big ones. It's just like, yeah, I I, I love what Fractal Design does. So, uh, yeah, I I'm just gonna throw in for whatever Fractal Design wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the North. I think uh, out of all the ones, uh, I I actually am really excited to build in the North. I think that will be my my new workstation uh, machine at home. So, uh, I if I had to pick one, it'd probably be the North. I do have a question for all, all the folks into their really cool, you know, Nordic looking, beautiful cases with the wood and the white and all that stuff. Do you try to match all your peripherals or do you just look like a, a hobo machine where it's from 15 different vendors? Or- you can get that. In, there's a great answer. Uh, <laughs> you can get that in black or white so you can do it to match whatever peripherals oh, you have. It comes in black. <laughs> Oh. Black or white, yeah, and it yeah, has different yeah. woods depending on which color you have, so it matches still. 
And there's still there is still an option for tempered glass if you are not like Heath and have still a love for RGB. Although that is a mesh panel, so you're still going to see some RGB. You're going to have to still manually turn that off if you're not a fan. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, and Fractal does have cases with solid side panels still. So I mean, sounds like the North is the winner. Fractal I... design is the damn winner, but yeah. Do we, yeah. Do we have? Do we have three people voting for the North? Yeah, I'll, I'll put yeah. it in for the North. I mean, the thing about the North I want to point out though is that I feel <laughs> like there are reports that it's a little louder than some of the competition, it, which is also the reason why I stuck with the H7 Flow because that one is just a really solid all rounder in terms of ticking the boxes that would make the most tech tubers happy. Let's put it that way. <laughs> if this is you the want best. good airflow, this is like a good airflow, it. you uh, oh. get noise to go with it. Yeah, if, but the, if, if you the want H7 the biggest flow cine- is still, if you want the, the biggest Cinebench number. Still, when you go an airflow case, and it—I mean, not all airflow cases have the same exact acoustics <clears throat> or just like noisiness. So the North paired with Noctua fans. Bam! Oh, you rolling? It's the same. All, if all it'll fans. match the wood. It'll match the yes, wood. Exactly. All of my fans are Noctua, so I'm like, I'm sold. Let's go. <laughs> uh, okay, then uh, I, I I'm gonna yeah. switch over to the slide. The the 2022 nerdy, uh, the our, our favorite PC hardware of the year, or the, the our favorite case of the year is the Fractal Design North. I forgot to play this for the GPU. Here we go. Yay! <laughs> I, I do want to say though there yes. are so many cases that i didn't mention but so if i had cases. if i it's like one of those oscar speeches where someone actually read like every single person they felt like helped them in their career or like wanted to acknowledge we'd be here forever there are just mm-hmm. not many good cases this year uh, this yeah this year there was awesome cases like I, I i i love it i i mean and cases is one of those things that's just so personal mm-hmm. like that, that you just you just have to like you know like put a lot of effort into it or, or thought into it uh for me like a lot of times I'll, I'll look at a case and then think okay what can i fit in that <laughs> you know what i mean like rather than like okay what parts am i using uh and then what case will it fit in like when you uh, go furniture shopping and you're like wow i love that chair and you're like i have no idea if it's actually going to fit in my living room exactly. or if it goes with the rest of my furniture but i'm getting that chair <laughs> exactly exactly uh okay well the the, the poll with uh, 67 votes uh i think i mean it's hard there's you know hundreds of cases out there so you know like these are just our so pick but the the north uh takes it with 49 percent. so uh so yeah there we go uh that that is case um i'm gonna switch case back closed. to us case closed uh so let's talk about our favorite accessory of the year uh i do want to shout out one from the the chat uh and that is brad's microphone uh, <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> so there yeah. you go uh there you go. brad's microphone is the 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 accessory of the year <laughs> just kidding um who wants to go first with this one i feel like keith you i'll go first. first oh no let keith go first keith go first keith, keith, okay you haven't okay. gone first okay. on something all right my my pick for accessory of the year is pricey but i think it's worth it it's the alienware 34 curved qd OLED gaming monitor. Okay. Alien. That was mine until this morning as well. Oh! <laughs> Wait. <laughs> say, say, say the model number real quick. It is the AW3423DW. I Three, love those monitor names. Two, I know, right? <laughs> it's Three, Scrabble gone D-W. wrong. AW3423DW. AW th- AW3423DW. 
2-3-D-W. <laughs> and that's how you know Brad oh did have it goodness. earlier because he's wow. got access to that model number. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I, I was I saving for this monitor. So I'm just, let, that's, this was that's on actually my what I have get. written down. I changed mine to an ad lib in the middle of this episode, actually. I can't wait to hear what Brad changed from this to. <laughs> Explain why. Why that I picked this? Yeah. I absolutely love ultra wide monitors like that. That's what I use right here in front of me. It's a Nixius 34 inch ultra wide, but I want that QD OLED panel because I have used those higher quality panels and I want that and it is worth spending the money. And, but I don't want a 42 inch OLED TV sitting on my desk. I have zero. I don't ever want to go back 16, nine. Sorry. I just, I like my ultra wide. Yep. And it's, it's this hits all the boxes, got all the ports. It's got, this is the G-Sync ultimate version. It's the one I want. It was at um, 175 Hertz. It's just, it's beautiful. You can pay yeah. for it, but I think it's worth it. It's what you look at. It's what you're looking at. You spend your all your time interfacing with your monitor and your mouse and keyboard, admittedly, but your monitor. <laughs> <laughs> but you can have the best computer. You can have a 4090 and a garbage monitor. <laughs> Which some people probably do and a 5800 x3d for next year when we have like a conversation where gordon i don't i mean i don't know why i'm picking gordon but if gordon is just like no bigger bar is the best i'm gonna be like but are you staring at your cpu all day are you actually staring at your cinnamon scores all day no you're looking actually, at your monitor, bro. well no you know <laughs> you definitely is. would be staring at your cpu because if you're doing something that is you know, 160% slower in multi-core performance, <laughs> you would actually be staring at your CPU longer. You're like opening your, like, that doesn't seem good for your PC, man. Like, are you taking your cooler off to actually stare? Like, I don't know. How this is I'm just saying you'd be watching the bar kind of go tick. Gosh, if That's only I had looking, double the amount of cores. You're looking at your monitor then, the Gordon. That's literally your monitor that you're looking at. Literally your monitor. <laughs> Maybe DDR5, then, you know, um, it might actually be, but no, that's, I get it. I get it. That's so I'm going to have a moment of honesty with you guys here. Please. With, with the crowd, with everybody. Arc. I'm going through a divorce. Arc's the best accessory? I'm going through a divorce. Uh, I've been setting aside several hundred dollars or a couple hundred dollars each month because when my divorce finally goes through, that alien panel, Alienware panel is going to be my divorce gift to myself. It's that good. I fully am on board with Keith's pick. However, in the midst of this episode, I realized I had to change it because I have three paragraphs of text here that I wanted to hit all the high points. Like, I love that panel. That's a great pick. But then uh, Keith and Adam pointed out, and I have to agree with them, Steam Deck. Well, that's funny because that was going to be mine as well. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Didn't that come out last year, though? No, February. it came out February. February. Oh, they I do use it as an accessory. <laughs> yeah, I it is. It really is. Like I, I, yeah, and I would call an accessory because you're never going to replace. I mean, some people have done stupid stuff like mm. that, but it's it's ne- it's it's not going to replace your PC. It's an accessory to your PC. <laughs> so it's so funny you mentioned that, Adam, oh. because that's exactly what I have on my sheet here as well. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Did we collude this? No, we I did don't... not, because I thought I was being clever with this one, and then Brad freaking steals my thunder here. 
And that's what, that's for the emotional damage you gave me. That's fair. That's fair. As long as the pink slip isn't being filled out. Over <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. Yes. Well, uh, I mean, I, I don't think we need to say too much because the, the Steam Deck is just I mean, awesome. Like I, I have literally logged more gaming hours on my Steam Deck than any other console or or PC. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, so what I had on my sheet was that even though I don't own one right now, I definitely see this as a really kind of, it is, so like there are things that Steam has done before with like the Steam link and things like that, where they tried to, you know, be able to get you away from your PC, right? So on t- for the times that you couldn't be, you know, sitting at your desk. But I think this is far more effective because it truly gets you like the portability you're looking for without, I mean, you're not going to I mean, for most people who are PC gamers are not going to replace as Adam just said, they're not going to replace in their rigs. But I mean, even, and I, I was worried actually, like, I came in with like arguments in case mm-hmm. I got some like pushback, uh, but apparently no. And no. for anyone listening though, if you're like, that's like a $600 accessory, like well, you, I you mean, can get it for as low as for that monitor that Keith just mentioned more than is, twice of that. It's like, <laughs> Way more expensive. There are some mechanical keyboards where, I mean, you're going to be investing at least several hundred dollars into them. So I think if we're talking about accessories and price is a concern, I mean, that's fair. But also, if we've talked about, if if we're going to use other people's arguments from earlier in the show about how this is not necessarily about only value and price, then, you know, we can apply that to something Oh no, that's else. a spectacular value yeah. too. It is. It, <laughs> it it's my, like I said, it's accessory. Look, I've been playing Days Gone on it. It's even still paused. Like you just turn it right on. I've been <laughs> yeah. playing it while Gordon's been making his argument. I'm kidding. Poor Gordon. Yeah. How rude. Don't leave Gordon alone. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> well steam deck i mean I, I yeah i don't think there's any i mean it's awesome i love it i, I mean for for me i think it's obviously a culmination of everything valve has been working on hardware wise yes everything hardware wise before this had its you know had some some uh hardcore fa- fan base the steam link steam controller i even tried to use that for a while uh you know uh steam machines i loved it you know a gaming on linux i mean i think uh, crap that that's even one one other thing you get like like the amount of effort that valve has done to put gaming on linux to be an actual like contender for windows is pretty damn awesome uh and yeah so uh, yeah steam deck 100 all all the way all the way for me so i just before gordon fills in with with his pick uh just uh rationalize it a bit myself uh like i was talking about earlier i'm big into things that unlock new experiences things that you couldn't do before and sure like the i and neo and stuff were around before but it's really the steam deck that made portable pc gaming a reality and it's been the dream for a long time mm-hmm. so that's a big part of the reason i like it for damn sure for damn sure and and damn good price for what you're getting because mm-hmm. the other competitors yeah are like yeah can't get anywhere yeah. near uh um, monitor priced yeah uh gordon What's your what's your favorite accessory of the year? You know, you you all have really sold me on the Steam Deck. Again, I, I I'm not a controller person, so I'm just not into it. Period. But I think it's really it is an amazing accessory. Uh, if if we want to make it personal, though, for me, I'd rather have that that uh, Alienware panel because you're talking about you know widescreen curved. OLED panel would be Beautiful. spectacular. So I not I just have, OLED, QD OLED. 
Yeah, QD OLED. But I mean, it definitely, I would get far more joy out of it than than the Steam Deck because I just don't play portable gaming. So I, I'm going to go with the Alienware monitor, even though I do really, really recognize that. You know, Steam Deck is, for what you're getting, is is pretty pretty amazing. If you buy yourself that 5800X3D, put it in that Fractal Design North case with the 4090, and then get one of these Alienware monitors, you're doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or steam deck yeah yeah i mean i steam use deck. my steam deck for like remote play sometimes whenever i'm just like not in my office and i just don't want to be in here but i still want to play yeah, actually I, I mean steam link is now a software piece of yeah, software so steam steam link working on the steam deck is, is actually pretty damn good so yeah well um okay well the three three to two and i i, I put in a, a poll uh between the the monitor and the steam deck uh we got 50 votes so far and, and the steam deck's in lead at 67 percent we'll uh we'll wait for another second but I, I i tell you what i mean but both of those are awesome i i don't know anything about that that monitor but i mean doesn't sound like i, I saw it at it. Uh, dell last year so late last year it's oh we did it's, it's impressive uh, okay very impressive. So you get the the Steam Deck, and then you get a dock, and you can hook it up. <laughs> <on the monitor. laughs> oh, yeah. In that I, case, that GPU would not be the best GPU of the yeah, year. Yeah, that is one thing. I, it you that. just you, you you do just uh, the the Steam Deck's resolution. Yeah, a, a, a lot of the people and don't scale it. Just have it be the actual pixels. <laughs> just the square. <laughs> just the square. <laughs> Yeah, I um I, I have seen a lot of like dock coverage in some of my favorite like YouTubers uh who do mm-hmm. handheld gaming stuff and like and I, I've been real close to buying a dock and then I was like no, I'm I'm not going to use it. I it's just not how I'm going to I mean I I thought it would be kind of funny to to edit uh, a a video Ooh. on DaVinci uh I j- tried. just to say yeah, so you tried it. Okay, yeah. Just to say I did it, but yeah, no. Okay, we're we're, we're just shy of 100 votes. Steam Deck 66%. So uh, I think if everyone's cool, then then we are going to call it. I'm going to switch over to the slide. The uh, 2022 Nerdy for um, Accessory of the Year is the Valve Steam Deck. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm not mad. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to... Sorry. I don't even oh, understand such a good what that is. But... It's, they're cheering. We're cheering. Uh, everyone is very excited for the... Uh, the the steam deck to to win it that is a and i and i tell you what um steam deck 2 whatever whatever they come out to replace it will probably be even way better because i mean there are some things i don't like about the steam deck and i i guarantee you they're already working on the next one. Oh yeah it's, it's gonna be real good that's the one i probably will get yeah yeah um okay i'm gonna go ahead and end this poll uh let's switch over to laptop uh favorite laptop of the year um Gordon, do you want to go first on this one? Yeah, I'll I'll go. You know, it's it's uh we don't really consider the CPU portion or mobile or GPU in laptops, but it has been. It's hard to believe that it has been this year, but twelfth gen was actually introduced this year because remember Alder Lake came out end of the year desktop, and then they came out with the mobile one. HX came out, which just is stupidly fast for gaming. Um. But, you know, again, it's it's very much a personal pick, I, I think. And I, you know, I'm a primarily desktop person. So I I always go for lighter laptops versus sort of workstation, you know, heavy-duty, big and heavy gaming laptops. Even though, again, like Elena said earlier, you got to give props to Alder Lake for you don't hear nothing about uh, M1 being faster anymore. 
G-Force as well showed up in, in mobile and, you know, you don't hear about the M1 being faster, all that talk. Um, but for me, my favorite one is for my style of, of laptop is probably going to be no surprise. It's going to be the Asus uh, Zephyrus G14. This is a newer one with one 16, 10 aspect ratio panel, <laughs> a webcam, which was something that Asus apparently <laughs> decided to integrate this year. So it's infinitely better than the previous version, which did not have a webcam, which was clearly designed pre-pandemic. They discovered the webcam. That's, it just tells you how long the design cycles are on laptop. And then, of course, you were getting Ryzen, you know, the brand new Ryzen, uh, incredibly efficient part, very fast you know, lots of cores paired with Radeon and, you know, the Animatrix, anime, anime matrix back. It really is just kind of like an awesome laptop in concept. It's, you know, in practice, it, it's still, it's not perfect. You know, there, there are reasons why people like Intel in, in mobile, especially they've been, they've been just much, much bigger and bigger force overall. But I just love, I still love the idea of a powerful, very light, sexy laptop like the G14 and the fact that you're getting really good performance out of that Ryzen part and Radeon's pretty awesome, although not GeForce. Um, the one I looked at, you could argue that I'd rather have GeForce over Radeon because there are some advantages to that um, based on software. But I, to me, that's really the standout. And it really was an amazing year because we saw Alder Lake come out kick ass and then we saw hx like kick even more ass but i just kind of felt like very power hungry very large down in this kind of like funner tweener size i'm i'm way more into a, a zephyrus g14 than anything else well i i actually thought you would have uh maybe talked about the dell xps 13 plus no i like it and i, I liked the xps 13 plus but again it was you know it's one of those things where you you take risks not everything is going to work for me like if i were going for between you know we did a video between the hp specter and the xps 13 for plus. me for what the plus for what i would do i would go with the specter because i like you know i like the 360 screens I just don't need kind of like, and also the key, the keyboard and the, 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 the function keys really are, were very groundbreaking and they're going to be polarizing. I think a lot of people are not going to like the touch base and the fact that, you know, Hey, there's, there's no headset jack, right? That's, that's, that just, those are the kind of things that are going to make people angry. It's just, it does take a lot of risks, which you have to respect. So I do respect that. Mm -hmm. But for Ultra Mobile, definitely the Spectre is kind of more my speed. But I just like what I got out of the G4. Like if I had like one laptop, like I was going to go on an extended trip on, it would be the, the G14 over uh, well, Ultra Portable. Dr. Ian Cutris, Tech Tech Potatoes here, and he says he hates uh, your pick. Yeah, I know, of course, because mm -hmm. Ian is the exact reason why there are, there's reasons why Intel laptops are just very, they're just... Their, the development cycle's been longer on them, and you could argue that it's just simply the safer bet because Ian has he. Although Ian definitely pushes things like by changing the SSD and doing things, I I would think there's there could be some issues there. But I just still am in love with that sort of like ultra portable, G, discrete GPU and powerful CPU pick. Okay, I like it. I like it. 
I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll throw one in. Um, we, we've seen a lot of laptops, um, you know, c- come through the channel here. Uh, so, so we've, we've covered a bunch of them and, you know, I feel like there wasn't one like design wise that necessarily like r- really stood out to me. I mean, the, the power's awesome. Um, especially for the, I mean, you use that, that Zephyrus for the uh, IGP battle video that we did, uh, which, which was fun. Definitely opened my eyes, but I feel like if I had to pick one, uh, it's probably, it's a, it's another Asus, uh, and boy, I lost the, the name of it. Uh, it is the Zenbook S13 OLED. Uh, so it was, it was 13 inch, but it's a OLED panel is really nice. Uh, and you still get those RDNA two graphics, uh, <laughs> in such a thin light laptop package so like i was like dang this is a, a cool laptop I, I wouldn't take it for work purposes personally but like for for just, you know everyday use and maybe a little bit of light gaming like that that was the one i was just like dang that that is an awesome laptop <laughs> that came through so that's that's my pick the asus zenbook s13 oled mine's pretty easy so i can just bring it out real quick uh it's the same as gordon's <laughs> you were kidding when you said you was gonna be quick. Oh wow! Okay, easy, easy, easy. I really I, like the anime. The Matrix thing that they've been pushing on the Zephyrus for a while is—it's a really cool feature. I, I love. Like, oftentimes when we talk about laptops, we're talking about the components inside, but I specifically love that laptop. Like, I love the design. I love the hardware they're able to cram in there. I love that Animatrix, anime, whatever. Animatrix. I love that DVD too. Uh, oh, it's good. Good story. And even though you reviewed the high end one, which obviously is good, you can find that one. Like right over Black Friday, you could find that exact same chassis with a Ryzen 5800HS and a 3060 inside for 900 bucks. So, nice. like, you can get balls to the wall performance all the way at the top. I don't know if I can say that. Sorry. Uh, and <laughs> good, uh, I guess, I guess I can, uh, or you can get a more affordable one, but still enjoy that form factor. I just, I'm a big fan of that G14. And yeah, that's what I have personally. Like my laptop is a G14 sans webcam last year. Oh no. I've got, I've got the OG one, but <laughs> it's, um, it is solid. But my, my favorite laptop this year is it's still an Asus. It's not the G14. And it is a Zen book, but not the one Adam pointed out. Mm. It's the Zen book fold. Oh, yes, yes. Because, again, with the keeping in my theme of being on the road and traveling a ton this year, I got to spend a lot of time with this. And in its normal um, normie laptop mode, it's like a 12-inch laptop with a 1610 screen. But when you get where you're going, you can open it all the way up. We can take this off. Ah, now you've got a 17 inch screen. That's pretty cool. So like it's stupid cool. expensive, but it has a 12th gen core I seven in it. Um, it's stupid quiet. And because the keyboards, this Bluetooth thing, this is my biggest gripe though. You gotta, you've got to charge the Bluetooth keyboard separate. doesn't charge oh, with the laptop. That's weird. It is, but it like, it goes magnetic on here and it like mm. sticks hard concept. Um, but it's when it showed up, I thought it was going to be kind of gimmicky. And then the more I used it, the more I got use out of it. And the more I started to really, really like it. So it it gets my buzz. Again, it's super fresh. Um, I don't know of another like full folding screen laptop that you can, you don't have to use the keyboard. You can use the, okay. So probably very similar, but it's the one I got to use. Does that 
have a Thunderbolt port. So it has two Thunderbolt to, ports. So you can hook up an EGP to that thing? EGP for uh-huh. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, but the, the cool thing is just getting that gigantic screen. I've seen the Lenovo yeah, one I know, in that's real why. life, and it's, it's oh just my. very nice. I, I, I The only thing that kind of like gives me pause, over in the, even though I love the idea, is I do use my laptop in clamshell mode a lot. Like, and I'm not sure that having that, you know, Bluetooth magnetic so cool keyboard is gonna, really going to work for me. But I, 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 I'm interested to see if it it would. But I just kind of think like, ah, uh, you know, the three like I said, 360 is my favorite form factor for for yeah. laptops. When it first showed up, like I said, it was. Um, tech, uh, Ian asked if the keyboard is good. I like this keyboard more than my G14, but not as much as an H- HP EliteBook keyboard. Yeah, no, the, so, the the G14 keyboard is is not the best. It got especially in that first gen one wasn't very good. It got a little better with the second gen, but it's still, you know, it's 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 not quite the best. So I still prefer to type okay. on the the HP. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, who's next, Brad or Elena? Oh no! Brad, Brad, didn't yeah, you, you Brad was so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I missed it. I missed it. I was looking so away. Efficient. I was looking at the chat. Uh, so Elena, then. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to change my vote, but originally I came to the table uh, prepared to put forth my uh, pick of the framework laptop uh, this year's yeah. edition. Uh, as my favorite, just because I really love the idea of mm-hmm. a laptop you can tinker with. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we all do desktop builds here. And so I think just that spirit of it, like the idea that I could upgrade this piece of hardware that is portable. And it's just maybe it's a little bit of a novelty to me that that's why I'm so in love with it. I mean, I know some of the reviews aren't, you know, super hot on the actual hardware in it. I mean, it's they're just like, it's fine. But I mean, honestly, when I'm looking at the other laptops out there, they're all, I mean, they're good. Most of them are good, fine, you know. So for me, that's the standout feature. I just, I really love that idea that I can just say like, you know what, I'm not feeling this these specs anymore, assuming the framework is still able to support you know i mean i'm not i'm not wishing them ill it's just you know sometimes things happen and you know companies can't make good on what they 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 wanted to do not out of any malice or anything it's just unfortunately that's how life goes but assuming they can support it that that's fantastic you know you're like wow this is starting to feel a little bit sluggish three or four years down the road i want to like you know upgrade without having to sink another fifteen hundred dollars into a laptop and I get the satisfaction of saying, like, I upgraded that. I I was able to tinker with that. So, so the, sorry, I thought you were done. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, like, yeah, I just I dig it. So go ahead. We have somebody reviewing the framework Chromebook right now. And I was just talking to her this morning. And she's just like, it is so cool. That I can just put the ports anywhere that I want them. Like, I can <laughs> reconfigure this thing and put the ports wherever I want them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just blew her mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I do want to give a shout out uh, uh, to the Steam Deck, though I wouldn't. Uh, some people were saying it in the chat. I, I wouldn't consider that a laptop uh, for this category. No. So no. people have tried. It's yeah, you, you can. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can. And I just, yeah. So uh, if it would, it would have got my Excel, vote. Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> Believe me, it would have got my vote. Well, would you really go? I mean, no, would you really go somewhere and only bring your Steam Deck, or would you bring? <laughs> no. a it's an accessory. I'd bring both. Deck, yeah. yeah. I have brought both. That's why we call it <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. Well, then I I will put up the uh, we have 
we have four different picks. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is all over the place, too. I will say th- uh, three of the four picks are Asus laptops. So, yeah, I was oh. thinking that when we were saying that. <laughs> I guess Asus yeah. has Asus made some, uh, some some good laptops. Um, though I, I do like the framework. Um, we did uh, do a video of, of Gordon upgrading uh you know the framework we did almost kind of like a a step-by-step thing and correct me if i'm wrong gordon but i feel like it was pretty damn easy to to upgrade that no considering amazingly i mean the concept is is cool the fact that they've gotten at least one upgrade out of it really makes me feel a lot better because frankly i you know the upgrades are only as good as long as the company is still in business Mm -hmm. and i didn't really know if they would get that far so it does give me it does make me feel a lot better about the path going forward for framework, but there are definitely a lot of negatives to accept with an upgradable laptop versus an, you know, a Dell or an HP or a Lenovo or an Asus, because they're just, when you have a purpose built laptop and it's just a lot more um, polished than a laptop that has you've upgraded yourself and you've changed your ports out of. So that's, that's something, and it doesn't, it doesn't exactly win any style points. A lot of ultra portable laptops, it's for style. So no one's going to give you any style for a framework laptop. But it's not bad. I I would, it's not bad looking. Uh, well, I, yeah. I would say it's boring, generic. It's boring, yeah. Probably, I call it generic, yeah. yeah. You know, I, but you know, Which, that's, I mean, the fact that it's like so replaceable and still at least generic. Yeah, I but think that's okay. That's the whole point point of it though. It's yeah. you're not buying it for style and that's that's a big plus in in a lot of ways, but the real the real world is people buy laptops for style, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, surprisingly, uh, we, we only have 50 votes in so far, but the, uh, the framework is winning at 47% with the G14 feeling, at 25%. I had a feeling it would appeal to our, yeah, um, yeah. Our no, crowd. I mean, it, it's, no, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's cool. yeah, definitely a good thing. Um, but I mean, uh, we do, we do already have two votes in for the, the G14. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I've, I have no qualms against that laptop. Is, is anybody else want to, to, Try to raise the stink and say no on the G14. No, I was going to change my vote if we had to like start really paring down to align with Keith because I I super dig that fold concept. Mm-hmm. Um, Just don't look at the. These posts. are all good. Laptops are one of yeah, the hardest ones because there's there's it's like case. So it's like picking cases. a case. It's, it's, it's like picking yeah. a case. It's just so really personal to your use case. Yeah, and you know, uh, like no the aesthetics of it are really also going to affect you. So between those things, it's just really hard to say like definitively this is the one one to rule them all. Well, it's like those those HX Alder Lake parts that came out near the end of this year. <laughs> those things were so stupidly fast, you know, but they were arguably not exactly something you really want to bring around with you every day, right? They were they were game portable laptops. Yes, desktop replacements. And you, right? we have seen yeah. those in other smaller laptops, but you know, it's it's. But I do like the idea that the G14 is like it's still a lot of power. I mean, yeah. even though like it, uh, you know, definitely yeah. has some rough edges. It's, like, it's a lot of power for that size. Paxel. If, if there was one, I was going to try to take for work. Like that would definitely be the one. Uh, okay, well then I'm 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 gonna, I'm going to call it. Uh, I'm going to switch over here. The uh, the 2022 nerdy. Uh, for the laptop mm-hmm. category goes to the Asus ROG Zephyrus G14. It is the second time it's won. <laughs> it is, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I think it did win. It's a different year, right? model, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the original one. I mean, 
Microsoft you have to give it. You have to Microsoft is coming after us. It's used for doing the. They really take a lot of risks with the designs, right? They have those the the double screen laptops are pretty cool. There's all kinds of the duos are nice, and you got to give it to them. They they did they did bring the webcam back. You know, they brought it back. So now Keith, is it a chin cam or actually like straight on? It's a a standard conventional top top bezel design, which you know they. They couldn't do because they did two two revisions of the original G14, and that shows you how long they had to use it. Uh, okay, so uh, let's go to merch. Uh, I, I do want to say we, we we talked about this before uh, before the show. It used to we used to have a game category, but I, I think the problem was uh, uh, you know uh, like we just uh, we don't cover games a ton, so it's just like yeah, you know, like here here's some personal ones that just got kind of over the place. So somebody I can't remember who who had the idea, but oh, Zelena <laughs> to have a uh, the our, our our favorite merch uh, of the year brought to you by the full nerds uh outrage pony merch uh <laughs> if, if you want to get in uh, over to our our our, uh, our 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 crowd made Store. shop uh yeah our, our our shop uh we still have the 25 percent off uh deal going on for everything in the store uh if you order and it uh, the the code is 1080 ti no space 1080 ti <laughs> we have festive uh shirts in there we have outro- outrage pony shirt in there which has sold a bunch uh unfortunately i still have not uh received mine uh i have talked to them about it uh we got a, a hoodie of that um but yeah the the outrage pony t-shirt you should definitely get in on because uh they're 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 selling like hotcakes so this is the the merch category uh brought to you by the outrage pony wait uh, adam yes it says product is no longer oh, know, available just, in our store i just saw that that is weird it, it's not showing me a problem it's still brought to you by that anyway. Yeah, it is still brought to you by that. Uh, Let me check this I, link I out. Have, no I have to right. walk away for a moment. Okay. Can I just no toss worries. mine out real quick? Yeah, yeah, please. Mine, mine, mine's pretty straight and straightforward. Uh, I love retro 8-bit designs. I love old games. I love stuff like that. Uh, and I love PC parts. And if you go to paulshardware.net, which is the merch store for Paul's Hardware, uh, he has a ton of shirts and mugs and stuff that has like a picture of an 8-bit retro motherboard that says love your mother and all kinds of different component things done up in 8-bit style. Mm-hmm. And uh, as someone who doesn't really get into merch for like uh, screwdrivers and coasters and bats and all that kind of stuff, I like to go out and wear shirts and have things. People go, oh, what's that from? And then I can tell them about what I'm wearing my shirt for. That's what I go for. So for me, PulseHardware.net, those cool 8-bit stuff. And now I have to walk away for it. That's right. cool. I'll be yeah. right back. Uh, that, that is a good one. Uh, yeah, I need to order some of that. Uh, Paulshardware.net. Oh, love your motherboard. Oh, and he's got a a, a power supply one as well. Uh, power me up, and it's like an 8-bit eight, style. And I it, oh, really case, need to get one of those yeah. original screw ones. Oh, he does actually have some good ones. Uh, uh, Gordon. Gordon, what, what are you, you going to throw in? You know, I'm going to go with the predictable uh, LTT screwdriver. I bought How one. How much did he pay you, Gordon? How much did yeah, he yeah, pay yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid 70 <laughs> bucks for this thing. I honestly, again, it's not what I... We're only talking about merch. You know, I, I think most people should not buy a $70 ratcheting screwdriver. It's just generally for them not going to be worth it, but... And I will have to say I I really dig the LTT screwdriver having after having used it now for you know a month or two, um, 
I appreciate the default bits on there. There's a lot of features that I did not think I would like at all that I really do like. And I, I honestly like it in some ways, you know, slightly more than my uh, Snap-on screwdrivers that I, I really do favor. So, but, you know, again, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons not to buy it. You know, you're basically paying a lot of money for a, a screwdriver that isn't made here, which is funny that a, the Snap-on screwdriver that's made here by Williams and that they come to your gas station and will and will warranty for life costs only a little bit more than the LTC screwdriver so it's a lot but i at the same time it is a really really well designed screwdriver that i i really dig i kind of wish it were 20 bucks cheaper but you know maybe you know linus has got to get his money linus how's he going to grow his, his empire money, I guess. yeah how's he going to grow his empire with all that, all that money but as far as actual <laughs> practical merch that really is like wow it really is good you know cuz you kind of think most merch is just kind of junky stuff, but this is pretty good. So I, yeah. I really, I really do appreciate it. It depends. Yeah. Who wants to go next? My pick is pretty simple. Yeah, go for it. Outrage Pony T-shirt on our store. Ooh, the, uh, the 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 winner of the uh, the 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 best merch brought to you by <laughs> PC World's merch would be Outrage Pony. All right, I dig it. I was not paid for this endorsement. I just genuinely love the concept. <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't catch the episode where this became one of our now our our 2022 in jokes, <laughs> um, the the sheer delight. I don't know. Even when I think about it, I want to giggle. Like every time that Gordon brought up this concept of an outrage pony, it made me giggle. Like you can hear it. People were commenting on it. Like it was involuntary. <laughs> I just really freaking love the concept of it and how it came to be and how we designed the logo. So I guess that's not very quick in me explaining this, but I love that shirt. Uh, also, Adam, it. we've had a request to put it on a mug. So I, I did see that. Yep. Yep. I, yep. I, I, I got to get there. I, I actually want it on a, uh, a couple other things as well. But I want a sticker. Yeah. I do too. Get a sticker. I want a sticker. <laughs> don't sticker. worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Get in there. Get in there. Um, okay. Uh, Keith. Keith, you want to throw something? Mm. So, thanks to thanks to Brad, I am going to put my vote for the 15 ounce ceramic grayscale 8 bit PC mug over at Paul's Hardware Store. Oh. It is a nice, elegant 8 bit rendering of a computer with no RGB. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Keith, like this seriously, what did RGB do to you? Can we talk about this? Are you ready for it? It's the software. It's oh, the super, lack of coherence. No, that's super fair. No, that's actually super fair. Okay. They, they make one with RGB. <laughs> I I'm not voting for that one. Pulse hardware <laughs> with the RGB here. I nope, like not, that vote, one. not voting for that one. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, uh, I like my RGB on the like Outreach it. Pony. Like well, that's two for uh, 8-bit or, or Pulse hardware 8-bit uh, collection. Um, I I am going to throw in for uh, Gamers Nexus. I, I feel like, Gordon, you said a throwaway. You, you said a line and said merch is usually throwaway, you know, kind of stuff. I would say the, the one exception, or I mean, I guess Linus puts a lot of effort into his screwdriver. <laughs> uh, but uh, Gamers Nexus, uh, Steve and, and crew over there, they they really put a lot of effort in their merch. Uh, and especially the, the one that came out, it was a limited edition foil cyber skeleton cotton t-shirt. Uh, which uh, fancy. it was really fancy I, I got to see it in person that first time we uh we met in uh in AM, amd uh for amd ryzen 7000 launch um and that that was an 
that was a damn damn good looking shirt i mean i'm i'm looking at at you know gamers nexus store and i mean they they've got the the, the coasters that came out this year the uh, pc the pc shortage sh- shirt uh is always a, a funny one we do have the the screwdriver set that in the in the mat that we use for builds that, that he sent over so uh we are paid off a little bit uh by him so i bought a i bought my own personal gamers nexus screwdriver kit because I'm oh, going to okay. have them sign it. Okay. I bought the non-signature one. Bring <laughs> CES with a Sharpie. Uh. <laughs> there you go. That's what you're going to do. Uh, so, yeah, I would say shout out to Gamers Nexus for for their, their awesome merch. Um, so let me... Let me uh, put this this poll out there. Uh, well, we've we've got two votes for the the Paul's Hardware stuff uh, so far on, on our end. Uh, Outrage Pony, I mean... I think we should all vote for the Outrage Pony, uh, but I, I love it. I just can't nominate our own thing. <laughs> and I I have no problem shilling for this. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm kind of uh, I'm 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 on the fence, uh, but I I do love the Outrage Pony uh, and the our our designer Cassandra, uh, who who I had reached out to enough. did a uh, knocked it out of the park. Uh, I think it perfectly encapsulates. Uh, <laughs> the, the the feeling that Gordon gets when he hops on his outrage pony and and gets everybody well, angry. Fairness, he was referring to the interwebs. Uh, exactly. It's 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 a uh, yeah. So now now the internet is buying the outrage pony that's making getting angry <laughs> at the internet. Yeah, this, life cycle. One, one one big circle. So um, yeah. Okay. We, we we got we got about sixty votes in so far. Uh, Gamers Nexus is winning with 36 percent. Outrage Outrage Pony. Thank you. This is uh, second at thirty three percent. Very close. Um, but we 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 did have two votes for Paul's Hardware eight uh, bit collection. Uh, so I think if I missed if, all the votes, sorry. So uh, Gamers Nexus, Outrage Pony, and Paul. Uh, yeah. Keith with Paul, and then it's uh, more of a popularity contest. Yeah. Gordon, Gordon put in the Linus like. Tech Tip screwdriver. Yeah, uh, of course, because he got paid. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. He got paid so he could buy it. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, they 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 uh, reimbursed him for his purchase. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, is, is there a, anyone angry about uh, Paul's hardware winning? No. All right. I mean, those right really good group. stuff over there. This is all all good merch. At the end of the day, you know what? Go go buy your favorite uh, TechTubers merch. Um, support them as yeah. you can. S- support. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just I one of my one of my dreams is to go to a, a trade show or even crap even like walk around the street uh, here in San Francisco and see somebody in an Outrage Pony shirt. Uh, mm-hmm. That would be hilarious. I would give the biggest high five. Uh, that I I've ever feel given. like <laughs> of all of us, the best chance for that happening is Brad wearing it to was it Boston Logan Airport because that seems like where you always get recognized. Oh yeah, yeah, gets me drinks. It's great. <laughs> if you ever see me in public, come say hello. I'll give you a high five, and you can buy me a drink. <laughs> that's a that's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> that's a. <laughs> uh okay then um i am i'm gonna go ahead and call it uh, bring it up on the screen the uh 2022 nerdy for uh merch goes to the paul's hardware 8-bit collection yay good job paul <laughs> you did it you uh you got an award from uh from the folder crew so now somebody's got to tweet him and tell him uh that, that he won you have to tweet at him specifically with that sound clip he's got yeah. some really good stuff in that store though he, he yeah, yeah. I, I think it's i think it's low-key like i i don't think of paul paul's hardware stuff when i think of merch but i i feel like it's like a uh 
like low, low key, really, really good. I love it. I have had one I've had for a couple of years that was like Andy Warhol style thumb screws that he has. I just, I love his style. Okay, I, I I dig it. Then uh, let's let's wrap it up with two two very fun ones. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's start off with best innovation of the year, and this one is definitely best. This one is definitely like, hey, the the innovation that we think is 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 awesome and has made a huge impact. Uh, it, it's the best example of of innovation in the PC space, and we want to award it here on the show. Uh, Gordon, you, oh. you've kind of already talked about it. so Yeah, no, you want to look at my list here? No, yeah, please. <laughs> I, uh, I honestly really consider Ryzen 7 5800X3D the top contender for a best innovation because you had, you know, taking existing CPU, throwing cash on there using the TSMC stack thing, and you got, voila, amazing gaming performance in a pretty affordable cpu now at launch not so great but now it really was an innovative chip that yeah sure you would get its ass kicked by 13th gen as well as ryzen 7000 but i thought it would be a fantastic innovation thing but since we've decided to pick that for best cpu of the year i like i can't pick that again yeah we can so then i thought win multiple awards you know what is amazing um a piece of hardware is the steam deck because really you know, Valve has finally, finally really, like, achieved it. You know, Linux gaming on Steam Deck is, an, it is a monument to something that is, is going to happen. It's going to go somewhere because of the Steam Deck, but we've also picked that as well. No, we can pick it twice. So I thought, well, you know what, that... I think actually the best innovation of this year got really close. Framework, I do think, is amazing, but, you know, I mean... It's kind of been done before, not to this extent, but it has a little bit been done before. To me, I, I think what uh, I think we should really recognize that uh, the impact that uh, Intel's Arc will have on GPUs. Right in the end, they have after one of the longest, most grueling journeys I think we have ever seen. Against all odds, they are actually shipping a GPU, and they are daily improving the performance of it. That could, in the end, have the biggest impact on gamers than anything else we've seen on this list, in the end. Because you could see real competition for graphics cards, which we honestly have not seen. What we're seeing with NVIDIA and AMD is like, you know what? You raise prices, I raise prices. You raise prices, I raise prices, because that's what you're supposed to do. You have a third force in here saying, hey, we're going to lower prices now. So I do think... The pricing innovation that Arc is bringing to the GPU market in competition is is the best uh, innovation of of the year. Okay, and when you design a whole new GPU like that with the state of patents and everything going on, like it takes a lot of innovation because you can't reuse what AMD and Nvidia have already done. Right. Also, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, more more generally, they, sure they were the first ones, but AV one and code is is a good innovation. It kind of ties into that as well. So yeah. Okay. Uh, interesting. We did not collude this. Uh, so. <laughs> See, Adam, your joke is going to backfire on us because now, will, yeah. anytime there's consensus, <laughs> Any, we're just anytime get people talk about our like, rigging yeah. things in the back, yep. <laughs> smoke filled rooms. People are already saying that. We're just yeah. chomping on cigars. <laughs> oh, y'all got me good, though. Y'all got me good, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Who wants to go next? 
I'll go next. No, Brad. Keith. Uh, All right. No, Brad. Whenever you you say who wants to go next, I just say, I'll do it to keep it going. But then you say a name right afterwards. It's like, oh, man. Keith Keith was looking off into the distance. So I was. He looks like he wasn't paying attention. I'm not was paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) The teacher called on you. So for me, this was actually a really hard category. Uh, For me, Steam Deck was definitely in contention. Like that could, could definitely win. Uh, to me, something else that I really liked that I think is monumental innovation is DLSS 3. Uh, I think the idea of using those tension cores to put those AI frames in between and add all the extra stuff, get it actually working. Uh, I think, like, you can't understate that. Like, the, I don't know if any of the rest of you have had a chance to use it yet, but playing, like, Cyberpunk or uh, Microsoft's Fight Simulator with DLSS 3 on is a huge difference in visual smoothness. Uh, that being said, I just said I couldn't do on fall on that because it's only in a couple of games so far. It has some early adopter issues, just like we were talking about with Intel and stuff. For me, the clear innovation this year was 3D vCache. Uh, we're starting the 3D vCache hour with our best-in-class favorite CPU. And uh, the second it got plopped on a chip, it came out and started kicking butt and taking names. So something radically new, something radically effective, that's innovation to me. That that is innovative. Should should we uh, real quick? Should should we just is the innovation three D V cache or is the innovation that part? Three D V cache. Three D V cache. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to clarify. Uh, Elena, do you have an innovation? Oh, Keith like to just highlight? got totally skipped over. You missed your yeah, chance. Yeah, Keith is supposed yeah, to be next. Keith's next. So. <clears throat> My vote is going to be on the Steam Deck mm-hmm. because no, and, and it's not because you know just because we brought it up before. Is this is something that has been attempted so many times, and I know it may sound they innovated on all the ways to make it work. They've got the trackpads, the touch screen, they got the additional buttons on the back. Uh, you can run Linux or Windows on it if you want, albeit Windows has its caveats. Um, uh, there's it's just it's taken all of the things that never worked for this form factor and made it work to a point where there is there are so many i don't want to necessarily say alternatives but clones there's variations the, everybody's trying to now follow what this has done i mean even alienware couldn't make this happen you you do remember that a few years ago they had their their we got our hands thing on that it. They were showing. We did a video. Uh, on it, yeah. yeah, and it everybody was excited because it was like, is this where we're finally going to get a PC that you can carry with you and play your computer games? Not a console, but a computer. And I know a lot of people go, "It's a big switch." Bite me. The switch doesn't come close to this. The mm-hmm. switch is a. The switch is still a console. We've, my kids got one. I've no, played okay, with that's still a console. This? That's a whole, yeah, that's a whole other, that's a whole argument we've had in a different episode. I don't yeah. need to rehash it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But they've taken it and they've made it work. Your Steam account works. I can play uh, all games from all over, emulators, all this stuff on here, like a regular computer. They finally did it. They've innovated to the point where it works. I mean, Proton, Proton's a huge innovation. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I want the Proton. For me, like, I'm not going to be mad at the Steam Decks wins this whatsoever. It's very deserving. Uh, it's not just innovation. It's the culmination of like 10 years of hard work 
from Valve to make this seemingly innovation happen. It didn't just come out of nowhere. Yeah. They spent years working on Steam Link technology, perfecting it. Didn't work out as a box, but it works great as software in the Steam Deck. They've been spent years perfecting those controllers. Again, the controllers weren't perfect. They were the test drive for this. Same deal with uh, everything. Everything. Proton and Linux alone, getting it so so many games work on that thing, that alone makes it a great innovation choice. Like, hats off to Valve for making this happen. Yeah. Well, and it, also, I don't know if it's an innovation, but like the thing that really seals the deal is the price that yes. the, the, the competitors even if they they got to you know uh, i mean the, there are things about that aok zoe a1 that are way better than the steam deck like the screen because the screen on the steam deck isn't isn't the best but like they can't they can't hit that price point like that is that is a huge you know whether you want to call it innovation or, or, or whatever but i mean yeah i mean if, if there was one thing about the steam deck the biggest innovation would probably be proton and i think yeah. that w- will come back and help pc gaming in general uh but uh, what know. it is is the innovation it is the innovation yeah yeah definitely so and yeah i mean proton wouldn't have gotten here without the steam deck so <laughs> yeah arguably valve is the only company that could have pulled this off or microsoft right because it really would have it's it's a software it feels like it's more of a software issue rather than simply a hardware issue so you need resources you would need you would need software but you know valve has pulled this off and it it is you know they really have succeeded here so you you got to give it to that so yeah uh so yes i'm the second in on steam deck <laughs> even uh, though it's already been picked for accessory i mean that's fine it can win multiple times yeah uh elena do, do you have an innovation that you would like to highlight so i started with the idea of 3db cache because and i feel like the reasons for that have been all you know said already um, and then I moved to the idea, I moved, but like, I also played, considered the uh, concept of specifically Proton. Um, like, don't get me wrong. I think the Steam Deck is as a whole package innovative, but I feel like the thing that we can extract, like the thing to me that is most interesting about it, like that, that really changes the game is that you have that compatibility, right? Because that's always been the big thing holding back Linux gaming largely, you know, from being uh, something that you can confidently recommend to somebody who's looking to save money or just get away from Microsoft and, you know, Windows licenses. But then somebody talked about, like, mentioned this, and I was like, you know, I know there's a lot of, like, I mean, ethical, maybe a strong word for it, concerns about it, but I do think, like, the AI art thing right now is pretty cool like it's just a really cool um very accessible to like people in the mainstream of like what ai can really do you know what i mean like i know ai is being used in other applications but i feel like that was like the most so far has been like one of the most tangible things that like somebody that i know who isn't into tech can look at and go oh that's cool like i i didn't realize like this is this feels like you know to use a really cliche term this feels magical like this feels like wizardry like that you can just basically press a button and have this like spat out for you and there's all the concerns obviously about it recycling and stealing art from you know actual artists and there's definitely things to address there but the you know the general application of the concept i think is cool and to me that's really innovative 
I agree a thousand percent, and I change my vote to agree with you. <laughs> well, and actually, especially running it on local hardware is a, is a whole nother ball game too. Like, it's it's yeah. fun. But because of the whole like issue around it, I didn't know if I was going to vote for it. I was actually just about to say, Brad, this is hilarious. I was going to change it to something like me. <laughs> the you oh. can catch. Well, you pick which one. I like them both. <laughs> <laughs> AI art, though, to, to hop on this AI art, I didn't even consider it. It didn't enter my brain now that it has. I strongly agree. AI art is something that I'll sit there, like my daughter will come up with an idea and she'll hop on crayon or she'll hop on stable diffusion and be like, oh, look, you know, it's Ronald McDonald's, you know, at the gates of hell holding a purple umbrella and can see it happen. <laughs> and it just like seeing how much it affects my kids and other people I know who I've introduced this stuff to. And suddenly they start whenever they get a cool idea, they'll hop on crayon or something like that and kind of come up with it themselves. I think it's super cool. And actually, the impetus for the Outrage Pony logo was a piece of AI art that uh, that VC Jester uh, ran and created. So I, I guess I, I'm with Retro Sean here. It says AI art equals automated plagiarism remix. I, it does. <laughs> I did bring that up. I did bring no, that up. Like you did. I specifically addressed that. But I mean, at, some, at this point, I I I don't know. I don't know whether I even think it's it's any good because if you're just basically plagiarizing things, if I could take someone's picture and, you know, mash it together, is that even art? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, there's well, no yeah, original, we're not going to get into the definition. We're the of original concept. Art? Yeah. That's, what we're not is art? Talk about that, it's but. just, a there's nothing original here. So I just kind of think mean, like, uh, I see your point. I see your point. But the thing is, is that I think to me, the impressive part, like, again, like, don't get me wrong. Like I am fully aware of the ethical concerns around the, like, the idea of plagiarism and, you know, people creating original art is really important and necessary in, in the world. And I am not saying that this should be promoted as like some amazing thing that is disconnected from that. To me, if we're talking specifically about technology and innovation, though, to me, the impressive part is kind of in the same vein as what Keith was saying about the Steam Deck is that this is being pulled off right because on the on the tech side of things right like how many times have we seen like people predicting the death of journalism whatnot because they're just going to have ai write you know news briefs and all of that but when you actually read those briefs it's just terrible like it, it you can tell that it's not really conveying the necessary information that a actual human wants to read but when you look at these these remixes let's call it, i guess we can call it that these remixes of art like it's still it's still something that strikes you. It doesn't make you go, oh, okay, like, I guess they're trying. You know, like, it doesn't give you that whole, like, un uncanny valley or, like, weird thing that you we used to see when technology was more nascent around, you know, visual art. Don't, again, don't get me wrong. I think that there are a lot of things that we need to discuss about how this technology is applied and how it's used and how to program it so that, you know, it's not just ripping people off. But in terms of just a... a independently just the technology itself i think is pretty innovative and cool actually sorry real quick i, I gotta give a shout out to boria zero who says uh what's that software that lets you remotely help someone fix their computer that gordon and adam made a video on oh that is a uh, <laughs> team viewer uh brought to you by edge kitten it is not sponsored by team viewer but yeah <laughs> the innovation of the year <laughs> i mean that yeah. app was actually pretty damn cool but i i have no idea when it came out so yeah i i guess i don't know also I, like we I shouldn't feel, get too far into ai art yeah like, we don't need to go that far yeah, down because yeah. I, I also feel like like that's separate from the pc space and really this shows 
a little bit more about the PC space. I, I can understand you know? that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm totally uh, like I do think it is a huge innovation in the world <laughs> of technology for damn sure. Uh, but I, I do have a poll running. It's it's a 90 votes so far, and and 42 percent say 3D Vcash, 30 percent say Steam Deck. Changing my vote back. <laughs> so I'm throwing in my lot with Brad. For what? Wait. So we have 3D, 3D Vcash. Cash. Then that means we have two 3D Vcash and two Steam Deck. Gordon, because Keith, vote. Keith, and I. So Gordon yeah, Gordon, and we give it to the internet. Gordon, you are the swing vote. You or you could abstain. They both have already gotten. They've already gotten <laughs> shout outs here. Well, a, 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 a CPU a part one, but 3D Vcash as the the they're the, different. Yeah, it's the innovation. <laughs> yeah, or or the Steam Deck. I mean, you love portable gaming. Well, between well, honestly, between both of those, to, yeah, okay. I, I would, I, I would honestly say, I'm already the odds right against now. it actually succeeding would be the Steam Deck. Yet it has succeeded. So, and again, the odds were far greater against Arc, but nobody, nobody else is going for that one. So, I would say Steam Deck, because again, this has been a long journey. The odds of it failing were really high, and it looks like it's been a spectacular success for for Valve, and it's not over yet. So I would say Steam Deck. Uh, okay, I'm I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> <laughs> change it real quick before anyone uh, stops me. Uh, switch over here. Uh, best innovation uh, for 2022 is the uh, Valve Steam Deck, and I just misspelled it. Wow. Um, <laughs> Okay, you were just yep. that excited. I know. To get I was it on really that excited. I was like, Gordon, really? What? Hold up. Actually, yeah, I'm, I think I'm that do, needs a few more. Yeah, just I'm going to do one more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that's from. <laughs> Sorry. 3D Vcash, though, is legit. Yeah, like, no, I, I mean, it's awesome. Again, I honestly, v, 3D Vcash with 5800X3D, I think is this is what the category it should have won, right? Because, I, but, you know. You should win both. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay. No, so, no, it's AI designed. Hey, so can can we appreciate simply... how much art made it into the votes? This yeah, right. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. let's give it a little bit of credit. For yeah, that. I guess. I mean, it got nine percent of the hundred votes. So, I think, well, it's showed up a lot. I yeah. guess my fear is that it's like, wow, this is really cool. In about two months, it'll be like, who cares? Like, it's like <laughs> style, or like it's a style of music, and then you realize very. I, I really do suspect very quickly. It's like, oh, this really doesn't doesn't have a lot of steam. It all looks the same. It's just all derivative. It's just like, oh crap! It's like an entire meme based art form, and you know, it's eventually gonna just become not that big a deal. Did you see that comment? I know. I, I just saw that comment. And I never thought about it. Uh, Nax Rioc, friend of the show, oh. Nax Rioc said, "We need a Steam Deck with 3D V cache and chiplets." Oh. Well, it has to be affordable, too, right? All the things in one device. All the things in one thing. All the things in one device. All right, well, the thing that we don't want to put in any of our devices is uh, what we're calling the worst trend, or a.k.a. outrage of the year, outrage pony of the year. Uh, That is our last topic. Let's get to it, because I am hungry as hell. Uh, So uh, we we do have one uh, thrown out, or a couple thrown out here. (laughs) Um, uh, Raid Kostonoski. Uh, sorry, I mangled your name. A uh, friend of the show says, uh, worst trend, using MSRP and 4090 pricing. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I think, honestly, the if I, if I can kick it off, uh, I think uh, have, having, having pricing 
Wait, was pricing the winner the loser, whatever, last year? I can't remember. No, uh, supply chain issues. Supply yeah. chain issues. Yeah. I mean, pricing has definitely been a huge part of the conversation this year in good ways and bad ways. Uh, I mean, we, we've definitely seen a lot of a lot of things um, <clears throat> come down in price, you know, as, as, sh- as shortages have <laughs> have uh, have stopped and uh, and demand has has increased but i still feel like across the board everybody was always talking about the pricing of stuff going up um mm-hmm. you know whether it's ryzen 7000 whether it's gpus whether it's rebranding a 3060 with lower uh um specs but keeping it the same price like uh, i feel like pricing was just on everybody's tongue uh this year in a lot of ways or more ways than one so for worst trend i i will i will say pricing that's actually mine too. So I will talk about that. Mine was specifically GPU pricing. Uh, you know, the shortages are ending. The scalpers are done, or not the scalpers. The miners are done, and we get a twelve hundred dollar RTX forty eighty, and we get a nine hundred dollar AMD Radeon seventy nine hundred XT, which we haven't reviewed yet. We won't know till next week how well it performs. But just based off the specs alone, that should have been a 7800 XT. I've been saying that ever since it came out. AMD saw NVIDIA's pricing, said, hey, we're going to make that 7900 XT instead of a 7800 XT. If you look at the way the GPU is set up between things. The 4080, uh, I've traditionally been a high-end NVIDIA GPU buyer every generation because I have a really nice G-Sync Ultimate screen. Uh, this is going to be the first year in a while. I might, depending on how the cards shake out, get a 7900 XTX even though I have a G-Sync screen, because I'm not paying $1,600 for a graphics card. I'm not a 4090 buyer, but I will pay. I have paid $1,200. I have a 3080 Ti. But the card that they're trying to get away with for $1,200, like, I'm not dumb. Don't treat me like I'm dumb. That's not, I can't believe you're trying to offer me that for $1,200. It's a very good card, don't get me wrong, but not for $1,200. So I think... Like the pricing is just out of control and it has been going on for several generations. I've been raising this alarm for several years and I think we're just witnessing the culmination of that right now. That being said, I think the high end cards are reasonably priced for what they are, but the rest of the stack down so far has been a disaster. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, who's next? I'll go. Gordon, do so it. this tech, this uh, category is what? It's the uh, worst trend. Worst, worst trend. trend. We, yeah, we saw a trend throughout the year and was just like, nope, that's not good. Well, I, I think the worst trend this year, which you could argue is not new to this year, is is actually uh, everybody publicly freaking out about every single thing. Absolutely. <laughs> overreacting absolutely losing their shit over one thing or another look you know i didn't realize the radeon rx 6500 xt actually launched in january people lost their minds over the 6500 xt a gpu that launched in a time after two years of people saying they could not get entry-level gpus please do something they finally do something they redirect the mobile part apparently to at least give you something to buy. It's actually not the greatest thing, but it actually is a GPU you can actually buy. People freak out. 
Zen 95C, freak out. Uh, 13th gen power consumption, freak out. GeForce 40 series pricing, freak out. 12 volt high power, freak out. 4080 unlaunch, freak out. 4080 launch, freak out. Everybody just like, can we just turn the temperature down a little bit? Just a little bit to like, I don't know, 70 degrees or something. But every time... Like we go from like, oh, everything is fine to like start screaming and pulling your hair about everything. If you just whatever, it's a lousy situation. It sucks. And again, the best thing that you say, hey, I ain't buying your thing. And that is the best answer to everything. Just don't just stop freaking out. Just everything like that's just one year of freak outs. And there's things I've missed. So the worst <laughs> thing about the freak out, the worst trend is everybody immediately going to 11 and freaking out? So just take care. Just say, man, that sucks. I ain't buying it. And just just take a chill pill, whatever. I just want to say that I find it highly ironic that when talking about people freaking out, your emotional color also got pretty high. <laughs> yeah, because it's like everything. It's like I don't even know like 6500 XT. The freakouts over the 6500 XT were 11 immediately. <laughs> like, you should never have made this, right? I, I, I don't, you know, whatever. Hey, you know, it's a lousy product for a lousy time, but that's what it was because it was a lousy time. I don't, I don't. A lot of freakouts over ARC, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't forget about that. The whole ARC thing. Like, they're just like so okay. many things. Can we just like, oh, but man, here, just wait, discuss okay, so this? Why do we got to freak out immediately? Hungry. I know everyone's hungry on the West Coast and we would like to get to lunch, but I do have a question that is pro- maybe not the shortest to answer, but... It's already 4.30, Elena. <laughs> Don't ask question, an in-depth question. We've been doing not, this forever. It's not, it's not super in-depth. I just like, I just actually just really sincerely want to know, right? Um, is this... I mean, I feel like with most things in life, this feels like a communication issue. Like... I think that people had some valid points to to say about some of these things that it just maybe that they wouldn't have said it so uh, with such emotion if it had been presented to them differently. Uh, part of communication is communicating, not immediately start screaming on the on the corner at everybody. I no, mean, like she's talking about on the company side. If the companies were better at communicating. Hey, you know what? Uh, Ryzen 9 7950X. Freak out. Because it's, oh my God, why isn't this thing 100? You know, like every every single thing, the immediate reaction was just simply to freak out. Right? It's just, I... I I just, I just don't, I don't think. I mean, I, I think there's anything think anybody both. can solve with the communication. I well, think I mean, it's just simply co- companies just, can be everybody. Co- take a companies chill can pill. be better at, at communicating for damn sure, and people can be better at not going straight to grabbing their pitchforks and and uh, stop reading yeah. rumors, y'all. <laughs> yeah, stop <laughs> reading like rumors. <laughs> I don't are... like rumors. They're not official. They're not true. And then it doesn't happen, and you get bent out of shape. Yeah, like, don't believe rumors. <laughs> the algorithm is you have been subjected to the algorithm now for a long time. You've been cooped up in a room for two years and just go outside, breathe a little air. You don't have to scream about every single thing. Just say flip them the finger and don't buy it. That is there is nothing more effective. You freaking out. They don't even care. They don't even care. Don't they, they make do, care about actually they do respond to things. Do you think they care more about you freaking out? Or do you think they care more about you not buying it? I mean, 
You got to you do know both. What? Like, people, if something is wrong and messed up, you got to do both. You got to say, hey, that's messed up. People freaked out about the 4090. Oh, my God. $1,600? That's super expensive. Good luck buying one. You haven't been able to buy one now for ever since it launched. And I, to me, not buying it, a la 4080, apparently, that is different than doing your freak out. So, well, yeah, worst trend. Okay. Worst, worst trend. Outrage pony. So I'm calling it outrage pony. It's actually the <laughs> actual outrage pony that everybody keeps jumping. Yeah. Get the coconut. Keith. Down. Keith. Mm. <laughs> yeah, did it, did All right. Did it, did it. <clears throat> so, my outrage pony of the year, and it's because I'm just so fed up with this one that I, I, I've had a, t- a tendency to just push through and just in, try and enjoy myself, but no more. Because even if you go out and you spend $1,600 on a graphics card and you buy a $1,200 monitor that's gorgeous and you pair it with the 5800X3D to just smash out all those frame rates, when Callisto Protocol launches and they can't even get the shader compilation right on it and it's an absolute garbage fest, oh. I'm done. I'm done. If a game is launched on, on UE4 on PC, I'm not touching it. Period. Yeah, and it's a shader compilation. I'm so over it. You have the best hardware in the world, the fastest storage, and they can. And that one thing can screw the whole experience. And I wanted to play that game. <laughs> yeah, my my one of my one of my things I was thinking about is games launching super freaking broken because I've been playing <laughs> Call of Duty and I'm sick of it. <laughs> and, that, and, and that's generally what it is. It's like there's bugs are one thing. Like I get you launch a game and everybody's got a different configuration of hardware. Something's going to happen. But these are like they're just completely busted. Modern Warfare 2 launched and nobody on PC could really play it for like two weeks. So people were doing like performance evaluations. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't launch. It <laughs> came with the graphic. Up. Yeah, it came with the art card and it won't even launch on it. It's like, what? Uh, uh, Gotham Knights. I mean, PowerPoint edition, no matter what you're running. It's just, it, come on. Come I, on. I thought it was normal for games to launch. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, that, I don't know if that's a trend for this year, Keith. That's, the, got, only, that's the only thing. It's, it's gotten worse. It's no, like it's worse. so bad. It's like every major game. The only way you can get a game anymore and enjoy it is to get an indie title and play it on your Steam Deck. <laughs> Vampire or, Survivors. In fact, in fact, some of the games that are so broken, they run right on the Steam Deck, but not on PC. Like, I don't think Elden that. Ring. True. Yeah, Elden yeah. Ring did that. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what, you know what also runs really well on key? What console? <laughs> what are what? those? Yeah, see. Dang. This what is what happens when you. So you can't buy those. The only one you yeah, can you buy know. is the Series S. <laughs> yeah, you can still buy them. This did. You're I want a to. PlayStation Five. I can't just go buy one. They have not been on the store <laughs> Wait, shelves so since they launched. Elena, you're saying the worst trend is that is console games. Console games. No, I'm console saying. Games. I'm just saying. I know. I'm not. I didn't say that. I'm just saying that. Like, this is not a new trend in PC gaming, unfortunately. And I just want to point out that for all the times that certain people, not Keith, on this show, uh, dunk on console gaming, there are actually advantages to console yeah. gaming. That's all I want to say. Yeah. Hashtag team console. I'm done. I feel like it's always been kind of bad. But yeah. Not you, Keith. It's got, it's gotten worse. Uh, it's because of the pandemic. Like really I wouldn't good. be surprised if it's because of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. But it definitely has gotten worse and more noticeable over the last couple of years. I mean, it, it, it has been something that's been talked about for the last five to ten years of developers, like, releasing the game when they can and then, fi- you know, like, finishing it through patches. So, like, yeah. <laughs> well, it also may speak to the fact that things are kind of broken. 
and the, the entire slash patient gamers. <laughs> I, I do wonder if the entire model business model isn't is we are we are just seeing a massive shift. These it's almost like big production games don't really pay for themselves anymore. A lot of, maybe the business model just simply isn't sustaining itself anymore. Versus they made like seven billion dollars on Call of Duty in the first week. El- yeah. Elden and it still yeah. has memory uh, overflow corruption issues that makes it crash reliably once an hour when I'm playing it's with buttons. Yeah, I but can't I- listen. I have one buddy who I can't talk to. Just that one guy. Our voices don't work. We have to phone call each other. Everyone else works. <laughs> like, and it crashes just because every other random time. And that's Call of Duty, the biggest game in the world that made $7 billion in one week. Well, it I, made its money back. I guess what I'm wondering is if it's one of those things, you know, how with Hollywood, like, oh, you know, you have this movie that made, you know, $2 billion in opening weekend. And the studio looks at its entire books. They still mm-hmm. lose money because that entire movie barely basically broke even for everything i i kind of wonder if that's what i mean is like there's just so many losses uh, and again this is way beyond me this is something it'd be interesting to talk to somebody who actually is a you know covers games and industry yeah. but i do wonder if the the entire business model is essentially kind of broken these days where you this is just simply the way it's going to be actually we we do have somebody in the future that that i think we can talk to <laughs> um all right, Elena. Elena, Elena, you're the you're the last worst trend candidate. Oh, What's I'm yours? actually gonna. I know Chad's waiting for somebody to ha- have a uh, outsized emotional response, but I'm really hungry now, and I feel like I used <laughs> the most of my emotional energy on the whole Brad prank, which I actually feel pretty. I emotionally about. energy too. I know. I'm sorry, Brad. I feel actually pretty bad about it. I don't oh, know. No, it's gonna fine. go. It's hilarious. Go that bar. I love it. What? I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Like, I'm really not okay with companies uh, saying like, hey, we've got two products with the same name and we're like a name that implies that they're mostly the same except for this one difference, except there's actually another difference that's actually more major. And if you didn't know what I'm talking about, I am talking about the 4080, uh, which, you know, the the lower model got canned because as Brad was saying, when you, you should always speak up in addition to just not buying because sometimes it can influence company behavior. Um, but I mean, I don't think, I mean, this is obviously not a new trend, but I feel like more companies in general have been getting more bold with this, especially in this general era of sh- shrinkflation and pandemic mm-hmm. supply chain affecting and, uh, we don't get into politics on this show, but I mean, I will mention that, you know, there are geopolitical things happening in the world, obviously, that are affecting, you know, our daily lives, even if not directly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, it's just, a, it just seems like it's not a new trend, but it just feels like kind of like similar to Keith's complaint where it just feels like it's getting worse. And in a way that like, like they're, it's just like they're trying to push that line sometimes in a way that I really wish they would not. So... I mean, the, the, me. the latest one is that the new thirty sixty, like that is yeah, the eight yeah. gig. Yes. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just like, come on, like. I know. I, 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 I do pine for the days when for-profit, publicly held companies didn't try to squeeze every little cent out of my body. That's not the same thing. That's not the, same, not the thing. same thing. They could, they yeah. could say like, hey, we've got this other model with a slightly different thing, a slightly different name to it. So at least signals to consumers like, oh, heads up, there's something different about this. And if you're not the kind of person that's going to check those details, well, 
you know, a, you know, that's on the buyer, but at least for someone who is trying to keep those differences straight, but doesn't necessarily have the time to dive super deep into the details and they might not have the expertise to understand what it means, you know, for, you know, this one card to have these particular specs and this, uh, this other card to have those particular specs. And, and they're not necessarily also going to know that they should be looking up that there's a difference between those things. I mean, especially part like the the 3060, which has been out for a while, right? Yeah, it just just rubs me the wrong. It rubs me the wrong way because it's like life's hard enough for everybody. People just want to have some nice things to because these aren't for a lot of people buying these. These are not necessary things. These are meant to make their lives better. Right. And nothing feels worse than buying something that makes you feel like you kind of got, you know, kind of ripped off a little bit when you find out when the more knowledgeable person says, oh, you got that one. Ooh. And you're like, oh, and then you have that that that's that deflating souffle kind of feeling inside. It's just mm-hmm. it makes everything the thing, the new shiny thing just feels kind of gross, you know, for a little bit as you as you digest that information. And I, I just think that's a, a crappy experience to have when you spend money on something that's supposed to be enjoyable. I guess I had more feelings than I thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> Elena had sad pony. Sad pony. Please let's not <laughs> have a ton of pony merch. Uh, <laughs> Why don't we give this one to the people? We all have such wildly yeah. different answers. Why don't we do yeah. a poll and let just let the poll be the answer? Well, yeah, so I, I did combine me and Brad's with just say pricing. Yeah. Uh so yeah, on, on the poll right now it's about seventy votes. Uh pricing is uh number one with a bullet at fifty five percent. Uh, outrage pony or in bad product names are are essentially tied at eighteen and seventeen percent, and then broken game launches at ten percent. So yeah. I think I think I, I, pricing is is the clear cut winner right now. Yeah, pricing is definitely there, and I can I can join in with the outrage ponies thing because like there was a period this year where I had a lot of personal things going on and I was kind of out for a while uh, handling those, and every time a new outrage pony came up my DMs would light up and they're like, did you see them? Like, I don't know. I'm literally dealing with chaos right now, <laughs> like real world stuff. And I don't know about that thing. And they're like, you should know. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. People don't have to freak out for every single thing. So, uh, also somebody pointed out uh, power consumption, John Smith at power consumption. It's definitely gone up. I mean, the, you know, I know how to handle that. Yeah, that that trend <laughs> is definitely going up and up and up. So, uh, yeah, no, that that would have been a good one too. Uh, all right, yeah. So we're we're at hundred votes. Pricing is fifty one percent. Really clearly the winner. Yeah, cl- clearly the winner. Uh, we got. Uh, yeah, I mean, is anyone going to argue against uh, nah. that, that that was a really bad <laughs> trend this year? <laughs> is pricing. <laughs> Well, where hasn't it been, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. So then I'm going to officially award the worst trend, aka the outrage of the year, uh, as uh, as pricing. Uh, yeah. Was that last year's too? It was supply chain issues. Which thinks because a lot of those like they're still for this. We should have like a yay for pricing. There, it's funny because a lot of the supply chain issues have actually cleared up. Like obviously not anywhere near a hundred percent, but they are a lot better. So that's why it's so discouraging to see this pricing. Yeah, that the pricing hasn't hasn't followed. Well, yeah. But although the thing that's interesting is that certain sectors are more immune to it. The fact that you're getting a fifty eight hundred X three D for three hundred fifty bucks, 
and you're now getting a seventy nine fifty for five fish. <laughs> what? What? How do you? There were there were some damn good deals. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. it's kind of weird. I mean, that's one kind of you would hope that we would we we'll see that with GPUs eventually. But that's well, hey, uh, you know, people were able to get uh, used thirty eighties for five hundred bucks. So. In cases, I mean, there are definitely a lot of, and then SSDs. I mean, there's a lot of places that have that have kind of bucked the trend, but it really just feels like it's the GPU thing that is still kind of sticking in people's craws. I, I would also say it it goes beyond just our space as well. <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. Pri- sure. pricing in all of our lives across we're everything. Five dollars yeah. plus for a gallon <laughs> so, of gas here, and we're so happy say, it's four dollars. I'll say so. this is probably the the one topic that that is PC related, but also very applicable to the rest of. <laughs> of the world so yeah. uh congratulations to all the winners and loser Woo. uh l- l- let me go over it again the uh for the audio listeners the uh 2022 nerdies uh the winner of the cpu category was amd ryzen 7 5800 x3d the uh gpu category is uh, the nvidia geforce rtx 4090 uh the case category was the fractal design north the accessory category was the valve steam deck the laptop category was the Asus ROG Zephyrus G14. Uh, our favorite merch came from Paul's Hardware, uh, specifically his 8-bit collection. Uh, the best innovation was uh, the Valve's Steam Deck. Uh, and the worst trend, aka Outrage of the Year, was pricing for it. But not for the Steam Deck. <laughs> Even not for the Steam Deck. <laughs> uh, and yeah, congratulations to everybody. Uh, your awards are in the mail. Um, just kidding. We're not sending out awards. Not really. Uh, that would be funny. <laughs> no prize. Did, <laughs> yeah. No prize. Uh, you just get to say that that you were a winner on the full nerd. Uh, so yeah. Uh, thank you for everybody. This, is, this has been a, a long episode. Uh, we do have two more episodes uh, left this year. Actually, yeah, maybe, maybe three. I don't know. I can't remember. The the end of the year is rapidly approaching. Thank you for yeah. for joining us uh, on this and everybody sitting through uh three hours oh, we still need to do predictions yeah we, we got to do predictions oh, I, i'm trying to aim that to be the very last show we do so it, yeah, it'll probably be on that that last uh as of right now the 20th is is what it's scheduled uh things could change so we'll see uh but yeah i and i need to figure out what to eat because uh, i'm not i'm not mixing beverages oh. again <laughs> well, we, do, we do have that question we had to answer if someone pointed out i think it was from a super mm-hmm. chat i don't remember Fair-sized ferrets or ferret-sized oh. bears? I, I did miss reminder. a lot of super chats. Uh, I I will. That, ra- that was the question. Yeah, yeah. I, I will rather take ferret-sized bears personally. I would love to ride a bear-sized ferret, so I'll go with that. Oh, okay. I, I want a pet bear, so the <laughs> ferret-sized bear. Same. Also more manageable. There I'd be go. really terrified. I'd love to ride a ferret, though. Yeah, but I'd be really terrified if that thing decided to bite. They stink. Like ferrets are nasty. Like imagine like your neighbors like throwing their leaves in your yard the whole time and some you roll up on there on a bear sized ferret, be like, yo. <laughs> hey, 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 what's up? Like, oh my God. What's what's the story here? Gordon's face. I have no idea what you're even saying. It's like it's like some kind of horrible AI generated art that's just like imagine a, a part of the arm is missing. What portion? Or take a bear and shrink it to a ferret size proportion. Those are your two choices. <laughs> what the f- which which would you rather go up against? A handful of, of ferret sized bears or one bear sized ferret? 
<laughs> I nothing. I feel like I've had a stroke here, and I can't understand what the hell you're saying. What the hell you? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Take us out, Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Just get us out of here. Uh, <laughs> check back next week for your fix of PC talk on the full nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher, and please do leave a review. Every time you do, people start spouting two random words and pretending it makes some sense, and nobody mm-hmm. understands us. And questions and comments of the full nerd at PCWorld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Mong with Brad Charkas. Adios, y'all. Elaine E. My vote for favorite food of 2022 is my newly discovered love for Poke Bowls. Uh, new, Winner. huh? Winner. Uh, Keith May. Bye, guys. And Adam Patrick Murray is going to hit the off switch. Uh, thank you for uh, not only the the panel here that voted, but all all, all the people in the live chat who uh, helped vote as well. Uh, your your voice was heard. Uh, and then uh, thank you to all the winners for winning, and the loser for losing. <laughs> so <laughs> we will talk to you next week. <laughs> bye bye. You know you can cheat, Elena. You take the poke bowl and roll your own sushi out. Hey, we have Pokeball places here.